Hey everybody, welcome back to the Baseball Podcast. This is episode two. I'm your host, Ethan Pachersky. My co-host, Tom Cork, will be along in just a little bit. Today we have an awesome conversation with Kenny DeJohn. He runs MLB The Show, the podcast. And if you guys haven't heard of it, you should check it out. He just talks all things MLB The Show, what's going on in the game, new content. Obviously the new game's coming out in early April, so there's not much going on right now, but he's talking about all the things that you can expect to see in the next game, you know, new players, new content, everything that's going on with that. He's also been playing the the beta version or as they like to call it the tech test um but it's really cool so he, he's you know just keeping in the loop and MLB the show and he also streams on twitch you can find him at kdj tv and that's a really good time i highly recommend it i like to watch his streams all the time uh as for us um it's been a little while since our last episode but you know we're just getting things off the ground uh we can be reached at uh the baseball pod at gmail.com so that's how you can submit any questions ideas you know if you want to come on the show anything like that you can let us know there um we also have a twitter now it's the baseball podcast too believe it or not somebody else got to the baseball podcast before we did in like the what 10 years the twitter's been around um but anyway feel free to reach out to us there if you guys have any questions or comments or anything we'd love to hear from it feedback good or bad we want to hear all of it um and yeah just let us know if you guys have any ideas today's gonna be an awesome conversation and uh thanks for watching and how long have you been like twitch streaming and all and, and you know making youtube videos and everything? uh so twitch streaming i started last march and ironically, my very I was named affiliate or made an affiliate, and my very okay. first affiliate stream was the night of 21's launch. So really? it just kind of it kind of just all lined up so perfectly. So my very okay. first affiliate stream was the launch of 21. Okay. Um, YouTube videos. So I've had the YouTube channel as long as I've been doing the podcast, which was June or July of 2020. It was my pandemic project. Okay. And I always said like, all right, we're actually going to put videos up there too. And I never had the time. And then the last couple months, really since like January, I've been like, you know what? Let's just do it. The game is stale. I got nothing else going on. Right. Let's, right. let's try to make it happen. So really only doing videos for like the last month-ish. Okay. So the podcast been going on for like a little over a year, you said? A little under maybe? Uh, no, over a year. It's been okay. uh, probably like a year and a half. So it's, it's 75 okay. episodes. And I think I've taken like six or seven weeks off just because of like life stuff and right. whatever. Sometimes so, there's nothing going on in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I try to put one out every week, no matter what's going on, which is why sometimes the episodes are a little rambly or really <laughs> right, short. Right. Um, right. But yeah, about a year and a half, maybe a little less than a okay. year and a half, we'll say. So, so why did you start doing this? Was it just sort of something fun to do or like what, what led to you starting the podcast? Um, so I work in sports media. I work uh, actually in lacrosse, which has nothing to do with baseball. Um, okay. And I never played lacrosse a minute in my life, but I worked yeah, for USA. Either. I worked for USA Lacrosse Magazine, and before that, I was covering high school sports back home. I've covered the Yankees and Mets. I've been in the clubhouse. I've been in the press box. So I've always liked sports media, and I always wanted to have a podcast, just like, just like you guys, I'm sure. Um, right. But I never know what I wanted it to be about. Right. And then during uh, during the pandemic, I had just moved to Baltimore and I didn't know a soul here outside of people I was working with. OK, is that where uh, you live now? Yeah. And, okay. and I didn't meet my girlfriend until October of 2020. So there was a good like five or six months where it was me, my computer and my four walls, in my apartment. And that's it. Right. Right. So I was like, I need I wasn't I was literally talking to nobody because I had no one to talk to. I had right. like a meeting once a day and then that was it. So I, I just needed to talk to something. 
Was this uh, during the pandemic? During, yeah, during the hard. Okay, so you were extra stuck with nothing to do, yeah. Extra stuck with nothing. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's just start this podcast. I play this game every day. Yeah. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend it's this whole large enterprise, but the fact that I get like 125 listens a podcast, and for yeah. me, that's like, I can't believe it's gotten even to that point. So, Well, you know what it is, too? Because I only found you because I literally just went on like Spotify or Apple or whatever and just searched like MLB The Show, you know? Did it actually and- come up? Because that, that's it good. totally came and because there's right. uh Coogs and Scuffy McGee have yep. a podcast, and I would assume they get a, a decent amount of listeners because they both yeah. have a lot of like yeah. viewers. But other than that, there was nothing like there would be there was there were one or two that were sort of like inactive, they've been around for like you know a year or two, and then there would be a couple like shows here and there that would talk about it and do the show. But other than, than the Coogs show, it was it was just you, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I'll yeah. check it out. And you're probably maybe like 20 episodes in and I started checking. I was like, oh, this is cool. He just talks about it on the show. That's what I'm looking for, you know, yeah. while, while I'm at work. And so, I'm yeah. Glad so you like it. Oh, yeah, it's a blast. And, and I really like this. This this might sound weird. I really like that you can be critical, like overly critical almost. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just be like, this game sucks when you're playing it, when you're pissed off, you know? Because yeah. a lot I of mean, times. We, we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, we, we can't, we can't just put a smile yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know what it is? I so we only have one episode of our podcast and I, I don't know when the second one's coming because I have no idea what I'm doing and I have no <laughs> idea how to how to even like put it out on Spotify and everything but well I figured it out once so I'm sure I can do it again but anyway the point is um I started just by like writing for a friend of mine's like website I write about baseball and and also I'll interview these people like around the world and like the Australian Baseball League and like I interview mm-hmm. like the manager of the Greek national team and everything and maybe it's just me but I never want to be critical of these people because I'm like they've been nice enough to like give me their time you know what yeah, I mean? it, it's a very so I agree 100% because in so I'll, when I was covering Yankees and Mets you could be as critical as you want like I was working right. I don't know where you're from but I worked for Newsday which was Long Island's big newspaper so yeah if the Yankees and Mets well the Mets usually suck if they suck the best <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. Out of them, they don't care um but like working for lacrosse media we're the national governing body of lacrosse so we have to be very careful who we piss off because like okay. that next person could be our next national team head coach that could be our next right, star player right. we got to be very careful so and because it's a niche sport it's like kind of like a rising tide lifts all ships type deal right right so you got to kind of like pump the brakes on the negativity and just celebrate all the good stuff so tom is not an avid mlb the show player he's just like familiar with it plays it a little bit like we'll play head to head sometimes but he's it's more better of a, for he, your mental health to not be. It totally is. Yeah. I, he's I'm more, more of it. I don't know if you know about this, but I'm a super mega baseball guy. <laughs> I've seen people play it. I personally have never tried it, but I've seen, I kind of know what it is. Dude, it's, it's sort so of like fun. the bigs. You remember the bigs? Yes. It's like that. It's very arcadey and guys can jump like 80 feet in the air and mm. like catch the ball and everything. But like it's super probably fun. still I, more realistic than MLB the show. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think the ball physics are a little more realistic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. the show does that thing, or at least I remember. I think it was from like eighteen or nineteen when every single ball you hit up the middle would just get caught by the pitcher. Oh, the pitcher still happens. It still, still happens. Don't yep. worry. Yeah, still happens. Oh, it's happens. not even. Yeah, it's not even like Cliff Lee. Well, you're a Yankees fans. Remember Cliff Lee in the World Series when he sort of just oh, like caught it. What a move! It's, yeah, it's not that where the pitcher just catches and easily catches the ball. It's like they spin around 180 degrees. Oh, you see the ones that go extended. like this. Yeah, they catch terrible. it behind their head. They, they <laughs> yeah, get everybody's pragmatics. Yeah. It's terrible. They get 110 mile an hour cock shots off the bat, and they're just like, "Look, got it!" And it's yeah, it's know. awful. Yeah. It's so bad. Everybody's marked for yeah, like, like, like ten thing is, Like you see that stuff happen in real life sometimes, but it's like amazing when that happens. Ex- exactly. You know? Exactly. 
And and in real life, uh, in real life, usually pitchers are taught, and most pitchers do. If a ball's coming to you, get the hell out of the way. And that would be the show. They're like, nope, I'm going to put my body on the line. And they oh my gosh, it's brutal. And they take yeah. they take it off the head all the time, and they just fall down, and, and they get up and throw it first. I've never well, seen a pitcher take a liner about- to the head and just get back <laughs> up. You know what's good about Super Mega Baseball? You know it's more realistic. If the pitcher gets hit in the head with a line drive, he goes down. Like he's out. <laughs> oh, he's out. I would he's say out. like one out of every five line drives to the cranium result in the guy getting you know hurt and out of the game. But it's astonishing how often they just bounce right back up. Now, do yeah, people what, get hurt? That is nice if that was a twenty percent chance in real life. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, like in ML, like when you're playing ML show, because I don't play online that much because I'm not very good. But when you're playing online, can players get hurt? Because I've the never only players, no, only pitchers can get hurt if they get hit in the face with a line drive. Okay. Anybody else, that, they can. Your catcher can everybody snap. Everybody else is fine. Yeah, your center fielder can snap his ACL going for a ball. He's fine. Doesn't right. nothing happens? Literally. Now, nothing see, I'm happens. kind of okay with that because if you spend a million stubs and get like the finest Mike Trout. And yeah. then, like, three plays mm-hmm. into the game, he just blows a hamstring. Like, it's kind of like a mad when you get, like, a holding penalty. And you're like, I didn't tell him to hold. Like, the computer <laughs> just decided that he held, you know? So, so I, I, I'm kind of okay with that. I play Super Mega Baseball with our buddy Kyle. And we were playing, like, a World Series. You can do, like, a seven-game, like, elimination. And the team I picked has two third basemen. And, and nobody else on the roster is eligible at third base. And they both got hurt in the first game. And I'm like – I'm like, dude, come on. Well, shit. Yeah. Sounds about right. Now I have to put, like, a right fielder there. And everything's just going right through the five hole. I'm like, oh. Now, see, MLB The Show does this thing where they don't – like, it's not just you'll miss every play. It's just your fielding goes way, way, way down if you don't have the position. So you can find guys in 99 fielding who will still have, like, 70 fielding in a position they're not at. Which Yeah, and the way MLB The Show – I think this is MLB The Show's downfall. It's it's a game that's – it's well, one of many. It's a, it's a game that's entirely too dependent upon animations. So, like, yeah. your players will yeah. get locked into animations that completely ruin your chances of actually succeeding. So, yeah, if you put true. a guy at third base who's not supposed to be a third baseman, sure, he might take the ball off the chest and keep it in front of him, but he will not pick it up and throw it fast enough. Like, he will just, like, yeah, something like stupid will happen. Oh, what are you know doing? Like, oh, where is it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, it's a lot better than it used to be, too. It's like it the is. worst part. Because I remember, what, you know how they do those streams before the game comes out? They're like, today we're going to focus on fielding or whatever. We'll show you what you mm-hmm. did. Like, they put a lot of time. It was either last year or the year before. And they're like, we yeah, really this tried year. To, They were like, like we, we have yeah, 5,000 new animations. Yeah. yeah. And they did that thing where they were like, if it's a fast runner, he'll hurry up with a throw. If it's a slow runner, he'll take his time. And, like, it's a lot better than it used to be. And it's still a problem. Well, wait, yeah. that, that sounds a little cringe, though, because, like, there's a lot of like third basemen who are like next level fielders who really aren't like fast, you know? No, like, no, 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 like no, no. Like if Billy Hamilton's running, they'll hurry their throw. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean? And, yeah, and if yeah, Yadier yeah. Molina's the running, they'll take their time to throw it. The, yeah. the biggest problem with okay. animations, in my opinion, is the way outfielders react to balls off the wall. So you'll have like, so 99 Mike Trout is like Jesus Christ of center fielders in this game. And right. if a ball is played off the wall and there's a guy rounding second who might be scoring, he'll just like mm-hmm. take his time off the wall, do like a giant ass crow hop and just like fucking lollipop it into the cutoff, man. And yeah. I'm like, sir, we're trying to get the guy at home. What are we doing? You're like, yeah, dude, come on. Yeah, and, any player in real life would user, know you just wing it. <laughs> and as the user who is trying to hurry up and get a throw home, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot like supersede the animation he's gotten. The animation right. is what he got. I can't do anything about it. 
Right. So that play just adds to your stack of broken controllers. It's terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a, brutal. My, uh, my experience with the show, uh, when I opened it up the first time this year, because I have an Xbox, I'm like a Halo guy. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have an Xbox. So the show came out for Xbox this year. And I'm like, yes. Because I used to just go over Ethan's house and play it on his. <laughs> and I like rode the show and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. that was one that you could just come back to. Because when you have some guy who has like 120 in every stat, you know, you can come back and be cold and just be launching dingers into yeah. like the fifth yeah. deck at the Rogers Center. You know, but like, <clears throat> so I go on there and I didn't realize how much like customization they have in like mm-hmm. the gear now. And when that game came out, I had just gotten a job at Victus Sports. So I go in there and there's all this Victus stuff and it's all in like, it's like behind paywalls and stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, now I'm going to feel like a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is one thing that MLB The Show is good about. There's not really paywalls. Like, well, you can like pay the, sometimes like to get a specific thing. Stuff. Yeah, you have to unlock it, yeah. But, but they, they, like, make, free they to make play stubs. MLB is great. Yeah, they make stubs pretty easy to attain if you're just patient right. or persistent, one of the two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah that's so much better than, like, you know, <clears throat> any game that has stuff that's just paywalled. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, well, that's yeah, how the other sports games are. That's how, like, Madden and content. If it's, like, content, you know, like, if it's a DLC. Like, we, me and Ethan really like Mass Effect. I bought all those DLCs for, like, I think close to full price because they're really good and there's a lot to them when it's like yeah you can get this new like skin it's like yeah all right yeah, yeah you get another no diamond mike trout another diamond lebron yeah it's, it's one of the reasons I, I i won't play madden i like football and i last time i played madden which was years ago i was like at least relatively okay at it but knowing right. me i would not be able to sit there and grind that out i would put money into the game and i will not yeah absolutely absolutely uh, yeah yeah, but it's, well, yeah. but I mean, you're you're doing okay because you know I'm I'm sure that streaming MLB the show brings in like you know as probably as much money as owning MLB the show, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're I'm sure you're doing the backstroke for your money, right? Oh yeah, off of just, MLB the show revenue. Just swimming it with my Target shelves behind me and my Amazon <laughs> desk. I'm just swimming in money. Yeah. I mean, there are guys that make a living out of it, though. But I mean, oh, there are guys who I'm certainly not one of them, but there are guys who make a living out of it, definitely. Now, have you played any of those guys? That's the question. That's a good question. Have you? Um, so I matched up last year in an event against Swan. I beat him. Okay. He's a, he's a good player. It was a fluky event. Events don't count. Um, I've, I've played, uh, Darius Tapscott, Tappy, uh, in ranked. He beat the absolute piss out of me. Um, I played pitching rebel. That was, as you'd expect, not fun. He absolutely yeah. dominated my asshole. He's like the greatest player in the history of the game. Probably. He actually, he's like a top oh, three all time. It's, it's insanity. But he's, um, he's like the, like the Barry Bonds of the show. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, you cannot hit anything he throws and anything you throw to him, he destroys. We'll be hit. Um, yeah. But honestly, I have, I mean, I played like smaller streamers who like I interact with on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. but okay. those like big guys you'd think of, I haven't really played many of them. 
it's a yeah i'm not good at like I, i've topped out at like 719 or something you know what i mean like i've never even sniffed world series that's, i just suck that at is it. significantly better than most of the community if you if you max out in the hall of fame range you are significantly better than casuals but but i'll get i'll get one or two games in hall of fame and then just get smoked and mm-hmm. then i'm backed out of like six fifty. the best game and then we can get back yeah, into like, got the there. story but that's true but like the best game that i ever played just from like a comedic standpoint I, I was playing a game and i went up 1-0 and i was explaining to tom the other day if you're winning and you offer somebody a friendly quit, usually they're going to take it, right? Yeah. A lot of the time. But so yeah. I, I go up I go up 1-0 in like the first inning. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like playing anymore. So I offer this guy a friendly and he doesn't take it. And so I just messaged him on PSN, which was my first mistake. But so yeah. I messaged him on PSN and was just like, hey, man, like I got to leave for work. You want to take it friendly? And he no, he wants answer. to win. He wants, he wants to, win. to win. So he yeah. just doesn't yeah. answer. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I finish out the game. And of course, he gets two like blue pits and bad at him. You know what I mean? He ends up beating like 2-1. And so, like, whatever. So I take my loss, and I will never dashboard on somebody because they deserve to get the stats. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I finish the game, you know, and he gets the win and everything. And then I get this like message from on PSN. He just goes, "Damn, bro, late for work, and he took an L." And I was like, "Well, you know, I set myself up for that." Like, <laughs> the well, only so I, I usually accept I usually accept friendlies, except Ethan. Actually, you were in the stream when I didn't. I was using my all commons team, and oh my both, gosh, yeah, both people who saw me using the all commons team on Hall of Fame were like, "Look at this idiot." I'm not playing against him. Here's a friendly quit. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm facing parallel five, Justin Verlander with my 64 overall team. Uh, I got got destroyed. So to explain to you, Tom, common, you know, is the worst like rating in the game. Common like below bronze. It's it's 64 and under. It's the worst rating in the game. So Kenny puts together an all common. It was the best commons you could have, but still commons. And so the goal quickly became not winning a game, but just getting a hit. And yes. none other than Chris Davis came through. I had a two-run home run. Really? I had a two-run home run with guys. 58 overall Chris Davis. It was great. You know what it is? Wow. If anyone has the, has the mindset to end a, a, a hitting slump, it would be Chris <laughs> it's, Davis, it's right? Chris Davis, yeah. If, if there's anybody with a 58 overall who's going to have the power to take MLB players deep, it's probably going to be Chris Davis. Truth be told, <laughs> Chris I'll, Davis. I'll look right now because I have the game up. I am pretty effing positive that he might be the, that card might be one of the lowest overall players in the game. I don't think probably. it goes much lower. There might be probably like got really, like 80 power versus right. And then nothing else. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, Mickey Janice like, is like a 46. I think that's the lowest. Mickey Janice. Okay. So, so you know how you do theme teams? I I've, I've been trying to put, and I don't like record or anything. I'm just like having fun with it, but I put together uh, an all Australian baseball league team. Cause I like the <laughs> Australian baseball league. And, and, there's barely enough guys to fill out a pitching staff, right, but you know? so it's, it's like it's like Randolph. yeah it's liam hendricks yes. and andrew kittred played in the abl yeah. and then everybody else is just a common and mickey janice <laughs> and so that, that's like the secret <laughs> weapon you know so anyway uh mickey right. janice is a knuckleballer just so you know Tom. um yeah and he's he's awful um both in real life and the game. Is, yeah he's got okay. like a- i think overall. he's the worst overall in the game right mickey janice the, the lowest yeah. overall is mickey janice he's a 41 41 yikes um, however chris davis is like i don't know he's gotta be 50 pretty much like the lowest tier he's, yeah, it's well, about as low you get a bunch of guys you've never heard of who are like a 53 but otherwise yeah chris davis that was a, that was a rough game i should not have done yeah. it but i did well the, co- the consensus davis. the consensus best chris. common in the game is Derek fisher correct yes correct Derek fisher. <laughs> remember Derek fisher? i do remember Derek fisher the phillies almost traded for that guy yeah, they got uh, Mark Appel instead. I think the thing that I, that I like the best about Chris Davis being like a 52 overall is you think they looked at it and they were like, yeah, you want to make his overall the same number of home runs he hit that year that he just went off? 
Oh yeah, that's right. Well, so he has good power, but the reason he is so bad is he has three speed. Uh, that certainly <laughs> certainly doesn't help. Um, his contacts are thirty-one or under, and his fielding is only fifty-six. They did everything oh. possible to make him terrible. Oh, brutal, man! <laughs> but he's got the power. I mean, if you're playing BR and you put him on the bench or something, it's you know it's not the worst call. Oh no, he's fine for BR. Yeah. Um, so, dude, big big fan of that skill set. It's just they're like, okay, <laughs> so the guy can hit the ball far, move his power up to eighty. The rest of it, uh, it just yeah, yeah. Terrible. Chris Chris Davis is rough. <laughs> so anyway, so so before we were so rudely interrupted by Tom, um, we were talking. So you work for do you work for Major League Lacrosse? Is that what you said? Lacrosse Magazine. Yeah. Okay. So we are the we are the national governing body of so like USA Hockey is the national team right, okay. we are the national teams of lacrosse okay uh, so what are so you what yourself? do you do there i am a writer editor social media person for our magazine staff so both okay. on i manage our website um as far as posting editing writing and i also help out with the print physical magazine so how did you get into this did you go to school for journalism i'm assuming uh basically they actually created a sports journalism major the year after i graduated because that's how it works oh, nice. um but I was a well, to honor like, you, obviously. exactly. I, yeah. I was like your typical like communication major, um, okay. which means nothing and not, is a waste of everybody's time. But oh, uh, kind of like our major. Yeah, I was <laughs> saying we were history majors, so don't feel bad. Oh, there you go. Um, so after after college, I got a part time job back home on Long Island covering uh, high school and college sports. And Long Island's a hotbed of lacrosse. Of course, I played baseball my whole life, and I had no idea that was a fact. So my boss tells me, he's like, all right, you're going to be covering girls lacrosse this spring. And I said, please no. Um, yeah. Just like you've always wanted. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with the fact it was a girl sport. I actually covered female sports still to this day, my entire career. I've covered women's lacrosse, girls lacrosse, girls basketball, the whole night. Um, but then I just kind of like, I was like, wow, this sport's kind of interesting. And it's a okay. skill set I've never seen or used myself before. Um, that actually led me to to freelance while I was still at Newsday, I started freelancing for USA Lacrosse magazine. And then when a job opened up, I emailed the editor. I was like, "Hey, uh, I want to work for you." And he said, "Cool, come for an interview." And you know, now I'm there. So it doesn't get much easier than that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, awesome. So it sounds like uh, you were not a laxboro yourself when you began this this walk of life, but have Correct. you since become a laxboro yourself? Uh, no, um, no. Right. I uh, I do own a lacrosse stick now. Uh, it's because it was given okay. to me. That's a step in the right direction. It was given to me. Uh, right. We, Because we are like you, Team USA, we have a field on our complex, a nice turf field. We've got training centers. we got this, that, and the other thing. So at lunchtime, me and my friends will go out sometimes and shoot a little bit. Um, okay. More like they shoot okay. and I miss, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it, you, yeah lacrosse, you chalk. Lacrosse is very difficult, I've learned, because as a lifelong baseball player, you're used to catching the ball here, like on your body, at your face, at your chest. You're now yeah. putting a stick on the end of a glove and trying to catch it all the way up here. Oh, way up, yeah. And it's such a different action. And your your hand-eye coordination is so different. And then shooting yeah. going to get me started. It makes no sense. Yeah, that that actually, yeah, that does make sense how it could be like such a transition from baseball. Yeah, that well, is it, true. You probably, I'm assuming you have to aim for a different area to like throw it to somebody because they Yeah, have and it's like it, there's a snap to it and like a Right. I, I don't even know. I need like a real player to train me, but I, I, my goal is to get good enough for when we have a staff game to like not be the worst player. 
to not embarrass yourself. Yeah, perform. That's a, that's a good goal. That's a good goal. We have the staff game, which I think we have one planned for like when spring comes. Mm-hmm. We have some dude who has like a hundred six exit velo, <laughs> and then we have a guy who throws like ninety five who's going to be pitching. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm sitting on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, as, as you imagine, I've been playing baseball my whole life. That's the mm-hmm. worst part. As you'd Are imagine, you- we have like. Uh, division one former lacrosse players on our staff we have like a former saint bonaventure goalie who's in the saint bonaventure hall of fame like we've got like legit athletes in lacrosse on our staff and i'm just sitting here like i used to play center field i used to i used (laughs) to run the bases fast you know that's it like hey guys uh definitely played sports before yeah yeah more of an athlete than a lacrosse player i'm like can we play pickup basketball next time i'll be much better at that so did you play baseball in college or anything I played uh, I played club baseball in college, which was okay, fantastic okay. because still got to That's try out. More so, fun. Yeah, yeah, more fun. It was still a real team. We traveled. Right. We we went to like Boston. We went upstate New York. We went all over the place. Um, my senior year, we were the number seventeen D two club team in the country. All right. Um, okay. Which you know, I'll, is like I'll, the, I'll take it. It's like the being the <laughs> tallest, the tallest little person. But it's it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah you're the best hitter on the Orioles. Yeah. Um, no, but it was a ton of fun. We had no coach. It was just like team elected captains every year. So okay. it was, it was a oh, great time. Dream. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was really a lot of fun. We used to laugh, okay. like we'd play teams who had real coaches and we'd just laugh at them the whole time. We're like, you guys like are structured. <laughs> yeah, and taking so, this seriously. What's the matter? We're not structured and we still make it to the regional finals every year. Right, I, don't, right. I don't know what you want. So where did you go to school? I went to Fordham, which is in the Bronx. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's uh, Michael Kay's alma mater, right? Yeah, I hate Michael Kay. But yeah, John Fair Sterling is also John Sterling is good on Yankeeography, and that's apparently the only thing he's talented at. Because on the radio, so, wait, so you're a Yankee, you're a lifelong. You grew up in the Yankees country, I guess. I'm not yep. super familiar with New York, but like you grew up in like a Yankees fan area, right? Yep. Yep. And you okay. hate Michael Kay and John Sterling. This sounds like a very unpopular well, so, opinion. Uh, well, a lot of people dislike John Sterling. More people, I think, use him really? as comedy than they, than they use him as like. Oh. Him and Susan I, Waldman, wait, so, who is his co, his uh, his color analyst, or we want to call her, they are just they're terrible. Really? Um, yeah, and like some so people, you, mean I you think don't just, love when he makes those. You don't love when he makes those <laughs> tortured puns whenever new. Oh, like a thriller from God. Or like when he goes, "It's a deep drive to right field, and it's caught at second base." Like he does oh, that all yeah, the time like, too. Oh, dude, hockey. Like Chip yeah. Perry. dude yeah. I got I got a Dan Uglish shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> right and ship carry when when dan uncle was on the braves it, be, it would be like that's a high fly ball deep left field and it's reeled in by the shortstop like, <laughs> yeah first of all dan ugla is an important part of our lives just because he's hilarious but dan ugla is, oh, a, yeah. is oh. a character is a player they 100 need to get in the game because could you imagine like a silver dan ugla in battle royale or like they, they gave it like let's just let screw you to the silver one let's go let's give him like a 96 overall prime Dan Dan Ugla because he wouldn't oh, well, be, that would be a blast too he would yeah, have like 2008 like, Dan Ugla he'd have like 115 power against both sides and 64 yeah. fielding because I remember yeah, the, yeah, all-star yeah, game, the all-star game the all-star game where he made three oh, errors he made three errors <laughs> in like an inning and a half and I'm like that's that's an all-star right that's there, what started our Dan Ugla that was I don't want to say yeah fandom. that was my formative moment <laughs> yeah 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 Dan Ugla Dan Ugla is an important part I don't remember how it started exactly, but that that All Star game was really important to our Dan Ugla love. And at one point, well, it started with uh, he used to murder the Phillies, right? Which you know is because he was a really good hitter and he was uh, in okay. the uh, 
and he was in the Phillies division. He was in the NL East. And mm-hmm. I would be like, dude, this guy is just crushing the Phillies. And then he got to the All-Star game, and I'm like, all right, I know this guy's good. All right. I can count on him. He's he's good. He's in the All-Star game, and he's finally playing for my team because, you know, I'm rooting <laughs> for the NL that year. Yeah. And then he goes out there and he commits three errors. And I think he like grounded into a double play to end the game or something. And I'm like, dude, you've got to be kidding. To compound things, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure one of his errors basically lost them the game. Wasn't it a very close I think game? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah, they I lost remember him being one. like a key contributor to the American League's win. Yeah. He was, he was like the AL MVP that year because he was the oh, only yeah, reason yeah. they won. He, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I mean, yeah. it turned out okay because our team still won the World Series in spite of not having home field advantage. But, you know, I, I was very bitter against Dan Ugla for a long time. <laughs> Dan Ugla was, he, yeah, he was an important part of our childhood. Uh, there was a lot of like the good, the bad, the Ugla in our lives. Mm, um, yeah. Oh, anyway. I had a t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, um, so, so again, Tom's not super familiar. So, Battle Royale is you draft teams. Uh, and they give you a certain amount of diamonds you can pick, gold, silvers, and right. so you work. So the whole idea is everybody has to deal with some players that suck, some players that aren't that good. Yeah. Uh, Dan right, so having card. Like good players in each tier is important. Right? Every right, right. Sing, every exactly, single yeah. person's roster basically ends up being an eighty to eighty-one overall. Like it, that's it across the board. There is no differentiation. Everybody's lineup is essentially not the same as far as players, but the same as far as skill level. Right. Yeah. Right. And there's I'm sure this is meant to, to balance out the fact that, like, probably six months in, anybody who's playing seriously has every single player at 99. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Essentially. There's totally strategies to it, though, where, like, you fill out a lot of your pitching staff with common because you don't need to use all your pitchers, and then you can get more hitters and everything. But, mm-hmm. like, there, there are certain cards. Like, I remember Kyle Schwarber at one point was one of them, and, like, Miguel Sano. Like, guys that have lower overalls because they're bad at fielding, but they have a ton of power. Those guys are really, like, useful. You know and I mean? the thing, the, you the reason, them. yeah, I think it's important to say, too, the reason they're usable yeah. in Battle Royale is because the difficulty of Battle Royale is the middle difficulty, which uh, yeah. is, like, almost essentially the standard difficulty. Like, right. most right, people yeah. who play this game – even if they're not great on that difficulty, at least that's what they play on all the time. So pitch speeds yeah. are not going to blow past you most of the time. So you can get right. a guy who's got a teeny tiny PCI, which for people who are listening is like your swing indicator. Yeah, yeah. But they it's have like, like it's, it's they your have, bat. It's your bat. They have max power. So if they touch it, it sails. Uh, right. So you could get yeah, guys Dan like Dan Ugla would be one of those guys. Dan Ugla would essentially be Miguel Sano. Like he'd be the same. Exactly. Player. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm imagining like a 2006, like silver Dan Ugla that would just like blow the doors off in Battle Royale. Yeah, but I would anyway, it's time. I'm going to, I'm going to carry the torch. Yeah. And I can't imagine Dan Ugla. I'm going to start tweeting off MLB the show. Add, <laughs> yeah. Add the Ugla. I well, it's, it's funny because under most MLB the show tweets, there's always the same guy who says, please add sex to the game next year. You sex. can be the guy. Yeah. You Wait, can be the guy. Sexton or he wants nudity. <laughs> no, legit nudity. And then you can be the guy who follows it up with and give me Dan Ugla too. Please. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. While you're at it, you know, yeah. Yeah. related note, you can add I was Dan not familiar. Please add <laughs> sex to the game. It's always the hilarious. same handful of questions. It's like, <laughs> is MLB the show coming to PC? Is MLB the show adding sex? Where's Dan Ugla? Like, those are the things. Now, that I, I want to know, like, so I assume that he would he would ostensibly mean in like road to the show i yeah, want to know like, what the game you want, you want to get your you want to get your ball players confidence up get them a little chuspa yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What about, yeah. What about, like, dude, he gets, like, whiskey dick from partying too hard, and then his confidence goes down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 think, 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 of, think of Road to the Show as, like, a watered-down GTA. That's what they want it to be. Is that Dan Ugla? Like, uh, is it Dan Ugla? Oh, it's a rookie card. Yes. Wow, that's worth yeah. $14 there. I think oh, that's what I paid for. Yeah, yeah. When, when I was a kid, like right after our Dan Ugla love started, the sports, like the like the collectible store of the street was going out of business, and they had a Dan. Was it a, was it like a poster or something? It was one of those like eight yeah, by eleven like, like pictures or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they had a sign one. It was like ten bucks, and I was like, "Steal? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so anyway, um, so Kenny, what are some players that you want to see added to the game? I really, really, really want Carlos Beltran. Um, okay. I know he's yeah. kind of in hot water. Well, I don't think there's any cheating mode in the game, is there? Uh, I don't, <laughs> yeah. Unless people bunt and steal, it's the only reason. They only missed such an opportunity to make mode. that a ritual. Yeah, that would have been the best ritual item in the game. You know what I mean? Like trash <laughs> can, like magic. <laughs> trash no, that would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> like they missed such an been, opportunity. They should have been like a strikeout sound effect where it's someone just banging a trash can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. for Did people you... who don't know, you could like, so I don't change my sound effects because it's a waste of time. I don't care. Yeah, and I, I think you're a lot of people who do it are kind of trolls. Like you'll have okay. like, if you I get play a with strike the sound out, off. <laughs> like I don't yeah. even listen to it. There are some people like, if you strike me out, you get a cash register cha-ching that goes off every time. Or like, there's like firework sounds are going. If you got one that was just someone wailing on a trash can, I'd use that. That'd be funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A hundred percent. But the Astros jokes are really an untapped potential market here. Exactly. I feel like MLB the show, if you're listening, you know. And we know you are. Yeah. 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 Yeah, MLB the show, you're listening. Yeah. 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 Well, did you ever Uh, play like wrestling video games? Did you ever watch wrestling as a kid? My brother played them, my younger brother. So I was there when he played and I occasionally like 1v1'd him. Um, okay they're they're ludicrous those games i'm telling you a lot about myself by saying that i used to be into wrestling as a kid but okay. <laughs> so take take that as you will but you used to be able to no, create super into wrestling. like like you used to like because you know how wrestling will have signs and so like triple h mm-hmm. socks whatever you could create your own signs and put oh them in God. stands that is, is a feature that we need in mlb the show remember uh, how well, madden used to be able to create fans maybe but also oh, i don't know because stadiums all stadiums are already laggy as it is and if you gave people custom signs i think the game would just combust I don't even think would and people would like get racist and stuff you're right it's not a good idea but, yeah, well, but, yeah, I did a good like... job this year with cracking down on like the racist team names and logos and stuff but that is true it, you're right. it'll never go away yeah people will always be be, be clowns about yeah, it but, people just yeah. find increasingly creative ways to do it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah people put a lot of thought and effort into how to mm-hmm. um but anyway, okay, so, so those are some players you want to get. Now, how, do you have any, like, under the – because we just talked about Dan Ugla. I'm sure nobody's sitting there banging the drum. Do you have any under-the-radar guys you want, like like Paul O'Neill or something? Uh, Paul O'Neill, uh, that's amazing you brought him up. He is my favorite baseball player of all time. Really? Um, See, I don't so, think he'd play that well wow. in the show. I think he'd just be like Jay Bruce. I grew up in the 90s when the Yankees were, like – well, the, the tail end of the 90s when the Yankees were the Yankees. So Paul yep. O'Neill was, like, a hero. And so funny story. Right. I said I covered Yankees and Mets games. Um, I held the elevator door for Paul O'Neill once, and that was fucking the coolest thing of my life. Yeah, I was you just get to say a word to him. I, I said like, "Hey, so like, you, you know, were, you were at full mass." Hundred <laughs> percent. What's interesting is like, so because I've always been like pre-exposed since college to be like, I'm in a locker room, I'm around like Michael Strahan's right there, CC Sabathia's right. Like, I those things, truth be told, they don't affect me. I'll just walk into the Yankees okay. clubhouse and be like, okay, I have to interview Gary Sanchez today. I'll just go walk up to Gary. Hey, Gary, what's going on? Get his translator, have a conversation. 
Nice. I yeah. held the elevator for Paul O'Neill, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't know because he was like my childhood hero. I had no idea what to do. Yeah, wow, that is cool. Now, see, to, are, yeah, you that does sound with, cool, yeah. are you familiar with Victus at all? The company that makes bats, they make like Bryce Harper mm-hmm. and Tatis. Yeah, they're in the game. So, oh, that's right, they're in the game. So, Tom works for Victus. He makes bats, right? Give us some names of players that you've gotten to make bats for. Is it Trace Barrera? Is that how you pronounce oh, it? The other guy uh, on I the National. Trey or Trace Barrera? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did Trace Barrera. Tom Murphy. Okay. Tom Murphy's got um, a good card in the game. Well, if if I if I could be pretty candid here. When you yeah. make Tom Murphy's bats, do you also put holes in them? Because that's he strikes out way too effing much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't this time, but you know, okay. <laughs> like last year, I wasn't doing pro bats, so whoever was doing them then might have been doing that. Just switch. Yeah, they just. Yeah. They, yeah, they take them over to to drill press. And like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just putting holes uh, in them. Yeah. Who, who's John that other VR, right? I did. Oh, yeah, that was the first pro I ever did with Jonathan, Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR is not that bad. Jonathan VR is a good card in the yeah. game, right? He's one of my favorite BR cards. Whenever he comes okay. up, no matter what card it is, he, I draft him. Yeah, yeah Jonathan he v- came into the shop, and I like I don't recognize baseball players when they don't have, like, their uniforms on. Mm-hmm. So he comes into the shop, and he's hanging out with, like, my boss and everything, and then they bring over the bat, and they're like, hey, can you uh, finish this up real quick? Just sand it to, like, drop two or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, all right, yeah, just go hand it to Jonathan. And I'm like, oh, don't mind if I do. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, it's Jonathan VR. And I was like, it is? So like, How come he didn't give me a big Did you say anything? Did you say it? Did no, he speak English? I don't know if he speaks English or not. I think he does because he was, like, talking to my boss and everything. But I'm, I'm like, not important. So, like, you well, know, I'm just the guy who walks up to him with the bat and goes, here you go, sir. And then... <laughs> And then I go back to my hole, you know. Now, I that just is want to a, point out. I, well, I, that is a very cool job. I just want to say before. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's a very Dude, cool. I, job. It's the first job I've ever had where I go in and I like open the door and I'm like smiling. I'm like, "Hello, world." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All my other now, jobs. I just, like, just want to point out. You're talking about meeting Jonathan VR and like Mitch Hanniger and stuff, and of course Kenny's saying, "Oh, I got to meet Michael Strahan and Paul O'Neill." I yeah. work at Starbucks, and I <laughs> met a guy who won Cake Wars one time. So let, let's cool not as shit though. Let's not. He's a very nice guy. That's my brush with fame. I've never met anyone else. We saw him on Although TV. a guy came in one time with an Australian baseball league hat on, and I was like, "Is that a Melbourne Aces mm. hat?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm heading over there in like a week to play." And I was like, <laughs> well, "That's kind of cool." So anyway, that is that's very my brush. Cool. It, it was cool, but that, that's my brush with fame. Um, so anyway, okay. So Paul O'Neill is that your guy? Paul O'Neill is the guy that you want in the game. Paul O'Neill's my guy. There are also some like. This is this is an answer that's also a non-answer. I I want like, give me legend relievers. I don't care who the fuck they are. I, we do not have enough differentiation in relief pitching this year. Right. And they did their best. Is. They did their best to give us like, oh, this guy gets a finest. This guy gets a finest. This guy gets a juiced up card. It's better than it has yeah. been. But yeah, almost yeah. every bullpen is essentially like five Aaron, or six guys Aaron are similar. Luke, Goose Gossett, yeah. Rivera. Who, I mean, I love Rivera. He's my favorite reliever. He's my only P5 reliever. Um, okay, right. But, like, give me some guys. Like, perfect example. Rob Dibble is not a guy you'd think to have in the game, but he was so dominant during his prime, it completely fits. Give me guys yeah. in that mold. Like, yeah. Tom, Although they give did me Rob prime Dibble Tom Gordon. Remember Tom Gordon? Give me oh, that. Philly's legend, Dibble. Tom Gordon. He was, he was a Yankee for, like, two or three years, and he was part of the bridge to Rivera. 
and like right. give me, give me really? that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, like, was, like, Billy Wagner right? in the game. Billy, Billy Wagner is in the game. game. He he kind of stinks, okay. unfortunately, but he's in the game. Although he uh, has dude. been the meta in the past, he has yeah. been incredible. In the okay, past. yeah. The game, what the about like but, well, you know the problem is though. Put all the nasty boys in there. Or like, yeah, that would be fun. I don't. I don't know if he's a good person. Like, unfortunately, you have to like preface everything by saying I don't know what shitty things these people have done in their yeah, lives. Yeah, recently, Roberto but like, not a nice guy. But give me like Armando Benitez. Like he was pretty good for a little while. Oh give yeah, me, he like, used to throw heat. Give me like Jose Valverde. Give me, uh, you know, people of that ilk, like those early two thousands guys who had a couple good seasons. Well, well you know what it is too. Like they do this thing. Story, yeah. Uh, well, Joaquin Soria is well, he's in, the still game. in the game. God, he's bad. Oh, is but he? they, they do this yeah. thing where... I want to see old. He's old, yeah. Yeah, he's very old. Uh, they only give you, like, fireballers, though. Like, I want, like, sidearm. You know what I mean? Like, I want, like, mm-hmm. Chad Bradford in the game. Or, like, oh, that'd be super like cool. Dan Quisenberry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Darren O'Day mm-hmm. is that guy, but he's pr- pretty old, so he'll be gone soon. But, like, Darren O'Day is a legend that they should, you know, and mm-hmm. give you, like, a 91 Darren O'Day. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, it's... it's hey, what about... Uh, um? Shoot, I just had somebody in my head. Oh, I forget what I was going to say. Like another great like example. Lidge like, Brad Lidge would be great. Um, they gave us Blue uh, Jays legend Tom Henke. You know, he's awful. Uh, yeah. He's terrible. He doesn't have any good pitches, but he's the type of guy they should get more of. Here's the thing that I want to do. And they used to do this and they kind of stopped, I guess, just because people didn't care as much. But like legends are only diamonds now. Like you get a low diamond of a guy early in the game. And then mm-hmm. you get his his prime or his milestone, or whatever. So, like, perfect example, Heath Bell was new to the game this year, right? He, mm-hmm. I remember Heath Bell. He was a lot of fun, right? Heath Bell was a ton of fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. And they gave you, what, like an 86 or something Heath Bell like, early in the game? And now he has his milestone. It's like a 91, and that's it. And it's like, I mean, they blew the timing of it to make Heath Bell relevant anyway. But, mm-hmm. like, right. but, like, I want more Heath Bells. Like, I want more guys that you could do, like Chris Sabo. You know what I mean? Like, have, like, an 84 <laughs> overall legend. Just because, yeah. like, you'll use them in BR and events and stuff. Like, not every guy has to be a 99. Does there, that make sense? There are some guys, like, Larry Walker got a gold. It's really shitty, but he's got a gold. Jim Tomey's yeah. got a gold, but they don't do it enough. Yeah, they don't do it enough. Well, and the thing is, too, like, they'll give you Jim Tomey, who's a 99, obviously, like, one of the best hitters ever, and they'll give you a gold. But I want them to bring back legends that were just fun, like Pat Burrell. I mean, well, let's oh, not get Pat, Pat Burrell. Pat the like, Bat yeah, would get yeah, a prime card. We yeah. talked about him at length on our last podcast. Yeah, Tom, Tom issued a public apology in our last <laughs> podcast for thinking that Pat Burrell sucked. Um, but Pat Burrell would be some because he'd be like, what, maybe an 85, like Max, because he's just a statue in the field. But Pat Burrell would be so much fun in BR, you know what I mean? Because he breaks. Like, there are plenty of guys. like that. The Yankees would be fine. Now I can't think of any Yankees guys. But, like, yeah, they should do, like, Legends, Josh Willingham. Josh, yeah, Josh Willingham. Well, talking about, blessed. he would – the guy I'm about to say would most certainly get a diamond and probably even a postseason high diamond, but I want Hideki Matsui. I don't care what his fielding is. I want him in the game. Yeah, he'd be tomorrow. fun. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, too? Uh, get, like, some of, PTSD, like some – like <laughs> a lot of people's – yeah, 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 because we're Phillies fans. So that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, that yeah. World Series was – I mean, they won the year before. I'm not that upset. But, like, they, they – I just have some other say. Oh, a lot of people's favorite cards are like the lower versions of a of a of a legend. When they, you know, what I mean, like Johnny Venters was so good that year. Do you remember mm-hmm. that when mm-hmm. when they put him in the game and he just threw gas as like an eighty one? I want more Johnny Venters. You know, I want Erica yeah. Flaherty in the game. You know, well, I'll I'll tell you, one, two of my favorite cards in this game. They're not legends, so it doesn't necessarily. Completely Is that an Erica out. Flaherty Rook- auto? Rookie auto. <laughs> <Erica>. <laughs> Two of my favorite cards in this game, because I use them in BR, are cards that are just like whatever. Um, 
Tops now 79 overall, Robel Garcia is oh, yeah, an absolute I Wow, I don't even superstar. know who that is. And he's like a rookie live, this year, right? Yeah, and live series, I think okay. he's like a 67 Cabert Ruiz. Super oh, yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. cards like that that are otherwise throwaways, they don't do enough of that. Yeah, they right, don't. In, they absolutely in, don't. In uh, BR, like, you need cards like that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Which gives them all that value. You need, you know? you need well, guys they who do can punch, you they have to punch above their weight. Like, they will yeah. give you golds. And, okay, so the way BR works, Tom, is there's, a, like, a BR rewards path, and you get certain packs along the way. And so they'll give you, like, a silver Battle Royale pack and a gold Battle Royale pack, and they're just juiced silver cards. And, and, and it has, like, a... Juice- it has like, like a silver, Morrison. a silver Jorge Posada, which they yeah, did exactly. This year. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. like they'll give you like, like Logan oh, Morrison's a guy that everybody loves because Lo- yeah, because Logan Morrison had a year where he was just bananas against right-handers, and yeah. so if you get silver right. Logan Morrison, he's amazing. But like I want more legends like that. You know what I mean? Like like not every legend has to be Willie Mays, and then you can give him a lower tier card. Yeah, I like, mean, it'll so be so much I'll fun. do it right. I will go, yeah, go through ahead. while we're talking about this because this is a good opportunity to do so. The rewards path. That we're what the hell is going on? What is what is happening? Hold on, please. The the MLB the show servers are combusting right now. Um, Uh battle royale program. Okay, so in this silver choice pack, there's like fucking 700 cards in this one. Um, silver Eddie Murray, silver Ernie, silver Ernie Banks, silver Rafael Devers, Posada, uh, silver Kenny Lofton. So oh, this yeah. is what you want more of, Wait, was right? that Phillies Kenny Lofton? No, it was 2002 Giants, Giants postseason. Okay, that's right. Um, silver Rob Nen, who is admittedly terrible. <laughs> Rob, um, right? Silver Joe Carter. Silver okay. uh, Sean Rodriguez, which is a lot of fun okay, to use. That's a fun card. Well, that card is really good. Sean Rodriguez. Um, th- this is one of my favorites as well. Silver uh, Beef Wellington Castillo. Silver Jay Buhner, like just guys like that who are silver Matt Joyce, Philly's legend. Yeah, Philly's legend, Matt Joyce. Yeah, yeah. But you know uh, what it is? That, like they're taking Matt guys, Joyce. like like they're taking Jorge Posada, excellent player, right? Diamond, diamond, right? And yeah. they're giving him a silver, right. which is fun. I want that. I also want them to just be like, here's uh, here's Chris Coast. You know, like that's not a guy <laughs> that they should put in the game. But like, or I like, want them to be like, like Jack Jack Cust. Give me Jack Cust. Jack Cust would be a blast. He'd be like, you'd have like a, a 69 bronze Jack Cust, yeah. which is like enormous power. He'd, he'd have like an old, he'd have like, yeah, he'd have like Jason Kubel. That would be a great one. Yeah. Um, Cause like they do that with the gold. So the gold, I think the gold legends are admittedly better. Uh, yeah. Not just because they're gold versus silver, but like they do a better variety. So there's like, there's gold Frank Tanana. Like, who the fuck is Frank? <laughs> yeah, like, right. nobody cares. Well, and the thing um, about gold, too, is they do a good job of giving you flashbacks to when players were pretty good, but not, like Jason mm-hmm. Kipnis, right? Like, Jason I was Kipnis just going to say, that's solid. a great card. That's a great Yeah, card. like, he was rock solid, but Jason Kipnis was never a diamond, and he never no. will be a diamond. There's, you know? a, there's a gold, uh, honestly, maybe the golds aren't as good as I thought. Uh, gold uh, Brad Brock, gold Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, like Miguel Sano's Harman gold was Killebrew. amazing, right? Uh, gold Jake Lamb, one of the best swings oh, in the Jake game. Oh, Jake Lamb, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they they try their best. They, they, so we give uh, Sony, uh, so what is it? San Diego Studios, for anybody who doesn't know, they're who make Emily the Show. Right. We give them a lot of shit all the time, and often deservedly so. Ethan was just saying before, I think it was before, Tom, you were on here, that on my podcast, I, when necessary, rip the ever-loving shit out of that company. Because- That's, You should. They, 
they do things that don't make sense or they do yeah, things they that are like irresponsibly bad as developers. I also praise them when they do good things. And one of the good things that I think they do now, they do more so now than they did before, they really listen to the fan base on Twitter and on Reddit and on social media where like everybody last year, there was a, there was a gold prospect Kbert Ruiz card. Yeah, everybody, okay. literally everybody loved that card. Not a single person had a bad thing to say about it. Legitimately, uh-huh. my favorite swing in the game. And a lot of other people share that opinion. So what did they do this year? They had another opportunity to give us another gold Cabert Ruiz. And they were like, you know what? The community loved him so much last year. Let's do it again. So they like, that's why we get gold Miguel Sanos. That's why we get right. gold Jed Lowry's because people oh, love yeah. their, people yeah, love their swings. And so STS is like, you know what? Let's make this game at least a little bit fun for people and give them what they actually want. Well, now, so, okay, so so you brought up swings, and I want to talk about that for a second because yes. I am a casual on show player, right? I don't spend right. any money on the game, and I just I sort of, and you know, like anybody else playing free to play, you can get a juice team just because it's not that hard. But like, I'm not good. Like I told you, I topped out at like 700. I will never understand why people get bent out of shape about swings. I've never, and and Tom, what I'm talking about is literally the way they swing the bat is what people are talking about. Right. Like, yeah, like the way he swings, swing. yeah, you know, like his animation. I, it, I have never, ever noticed the difference in the way anyone swings. And that part of it could just be, be like that I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about. And also that I'm not playing on higher difficulties. But like, I've never been like, I don't like the way that guy swings. I just pick the guy whose stats I want the most. Does that make sense? It does. So, so let me explain my perspective. So yeah, go ahead. By, by no means. means, I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying I'm good at this game. I am not a competitive player. I make, make World I, Series, right? I make the World Series division, and I've gone flawless in BR a, a couple times. I'm good enough at the game. I am not somebody who's going to enter tournaments, uh, money tournaments. I am right. not someone who's going to like, oh, bro, wager me. That, that's a big thing in LB the show community. I'm not going to wager somebody. Get the fuck yeah, out of my face. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, but here, so to me, swings are more a visual cue and a comfort thing. So – scan if people name will be the show community no scan awesome guy he was a guest on my podcast really good at like digging into the research of the game so he made a video basically talking about what we're talking about right now are swings actually different are they faster are they slower than others or do they get different exit velocities things like right that. some guys bat stays in the zone longer yeah. right he yeah. essentially proved and i don't want to don't i'm paraphrasing don't completely take what i'm saying for truth but like he essentially figured out like no swings are not different as far as how they react to me if i'm pretty much 90 percent of the games i play are on hall of fame or legend difficulty the ball is coming in faster than you could process especially because this game is so bad at making pitch speeds actually realistic yeah people throw like 103 with jacob Degrom. And it's like 103 is like you, 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 it's in the catcher's glove by the time you're right, ready. Right, right. Um, right, it's like actual 103. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So that makes a guy like 99 Albert Pujols for me impossible to use. Because even though his actual swing from start to finish is the same as like a Chipper Jones, who I use at third base, I've used right. him since he came out day one. Mm-hmm. Excellent, yeah. Albert Pujols has a really monstrous leg kick that starts before his swing initiates that i so, do understand like the, so it can even, mess yeah. with you visually i do so understand even that. though his yeah his swing top to bottom is exactly or close to exactly the same as tripper jones because his leg kick moves so soon it 
messes with the timing in my head okay. and i'm like oh shit i have to swing now but in reality i didn't I understand that that's what people were talking about i thought they literally yeah. meant like the way his hand okay because one there's only one guy that i just can't use anymore and it's no there's two guys it's kyle farmer and luke boyd i just oh, i those I are will two never of pick my cards. favorites i know i know they're juice <laughs> i will never ever pick their cards because i cannot stand the way their knee comes up into the frame <laughs> and then plants and it throws me up I think yeah. I understand what you're talking about now. But there okay. are also some guys, though, regardless of what we're talking about, about feel, there are some right. guys who, for some reason, just I don't, I don't think this is science, but like Trey Turner, every card he has, his live series, his all-star card, his finest card, they all get the best exit velos I've ever seen, no matter how you make contact with the ball. Right. You could be incredibly early, end of the bat, it sails 50 feet over the fence. Some guys, their swings just create better launch angles and exit velos, and it, there's no way to describe it. So, like, those guys, right. when people say, oh, I love his swing or his swing is glitchy or his swing is whatever, that's usually what they mean. Right. Like yeah. Guys that, guys that are just, like, almost a cheat code because no matter how right. bad you are at the game, they reward you for something. Yeah, there's there, – yeah. I think that's been a thing even before, like, they actually, Dynasty, like yeah. – <laughs> Well, like – like the last show game that I played a lot of was 09, the show on the PS2. Mm-hmm. So, so recently. Yeah. <laughs> but like, obviously, you know, they weren't out there like motion capturing people's swings or anything then, mm-hmm. no. you know, or anything even remotely close to that. They were like, I, oh, yeah, just make it kind of look like that. Uh, even then, they had players who were just inexplicably good, like yep. Mike Napoli. Mike Napoli was Mike Napoli. Somebody we people really him. want back. We people need him really in the game. Mike Napoli strictly yeah. for battle royale. Yeah, yeah, because he'd yeah. be a catcher like, that can race. In, in 09, the show, dude, he would hit like 50 home runs every year. Yeah. Even like if you're playing with him, you're like, dude, this guy was not a 50 homer guy. Why is he jacking every right. single pitch mm-hmm. like 100 feet over the wall? Yeah, it's just because yeah, like, it's evidently just, yeah. whoever like whoever it almost feels like so Napoli fan. This, again, is certainly not science. But it right. feels like some guys just have bigger barrels on their back. Like, it feels like Salvador Perez, every single one of his cards, if you square it up, it feels like his barrel is a tree trunk. He just fucking destroys everything. Right. Then there are, then there are guys like... Um, I'm going to go through the, the role right now. There are guys like... Um, I want to be... Brooks Robinson. Maybe not a great example, but Brooks Robinson yeah, is a 99 overall, uses. and the man swings right. a Q-tip. Yeah, like no matter yeah. what type of contact you make, well, it's a and weak this trigger. Is, this is something, and and this is something you brought up a couple of your podcasts ago that I think is a great solution that would piss people off. Is so as it stands now, Tom. I'm you're probably familiar with this, but you have a PCI plate coverage indicator that should like it's like oh, a little yeah. circle, and it, it mm-hmm. it'll get bigger or smaller depending on how good the player is. But that's what you swing with, and if if you hit it well inside that circle, you'll get a good result. Most generally <laughs> speaking. And then there's an yeah. outer circle that's, that's really idea, big. Anyway. There's an outer circle that's really big that basically will show like you can foul it off, right? It, mm-hmm. I don't like that system. It's silly. So basically you could swing at the bottom of the zone and have your PCI at the bottom of the zone. And if it's in the middle of the zone, you have a good chance of fouling it off just because your outer circle reaches yeah. that high. Which it's if we were to translate, now. yeah, if we were to translate that to real life, picture it would your mean baseball you're swinging bat. 10 baseball bats. Yeah. Yeah. Picture mm-hmm. your baseball bat with this invisible bubble around it. That means you could still touch it, even if it's not actually touched. Right. Yeah, you're back. Right, yeah, it's like you're swinging like a tennis racket. Yeah, it's like you're swinging a stop sign. It's still, yeah. yeah. 
And so one of the things that you said, and I'm sure other people have this idea too, is I don't know the name of that Japanese baseball game, but it's literally just a bat. You have a little picture of a bat and you swing that. And if the bat hits it, the oh, that's what it was in backyard baseball. I think yeah, it's called, exactly. um, it's called like Nippon or Nippon heroes or something like that. Yeah, that's the, something to that cool. effect, but it's there like MLB the show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so it's they just have MLB a little picture of a bat and you swing. And if that bat hits it, then it'll react accordingly. And if the bat misses it, it's a strike. That would piss people off. It would make the game a lot harder because then you would have such a small margin for error. But that's how baseball is. You know what I mean? Like in real life, that's how baseball works. I understand why the developers want there to be more foul balls because it's the only or one of the only ways to keep lesser players semi-competitive. Right. And well, they can even make the bat bigger than it should be. You know what I mean? But make it bat-shaped. They don't want non-competitive because let's be honest, the game is for non-competitive players as it should be. That is a larger population of people. So many more people want to just play this game to let off steam than they do to make a top 50 push. Like it's right, right, right. It's clearly catered for those people. They want those people to not be frustrated and never come back to the game again. Like they want, there has yeah, to be good... some fluke. There has to be a little fluke. Right. There are probably better ways to mask it than what they're doing now. Yeah. But like, I, well, I and, think and unfortunately I think the it's how it's problem be. is that it goes in all directions. So yes. it's not just like, oh, you have a little bit of error like up and down or a little bit of error right and left. It's any, it's like, it'll give you like four times your bat size in any direction. Yeah. So like you could swing right, yeah. low and away and it could be up and in and you can still make, con- it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So does this, this have the effect of like if you're even kind of in the neighborhood, like it's really tough to oh, strike people you out. You can hit home runs on pitches that are not even on the center of your bat. Like it's brutal, you, yeah. Like <laughs> the amount of and home you can runs... and you can hit like very early home runs. Yeah, and like if it were just like oh well, it's geared towards hitting, fine. But the problem is like they have perfect perfect, which means you lined it up perfectly in your PCI oh, yeah. and you timed it perfectly. It should be a rocket. And there are times where you'll just roll one over. Like you'll get a perfect, perfect, just roll and one over the shortstop. Or you'll yeah. just line out directly the center fielder's glove. And it's like, I understand what they're going for. Like, oh, it's baseball. Sometimes you can hit it perfectly and still get out. Just make perfect, perfect, uh, like flawless. You know what I mean? I did, a, Yeah, I did a full episode on this. And I think this is the one we're actually talking about. But without boring everybody too, the, the, way, the, the way the hitting engine works, the hitting engine needs a complete rework. So they show, right. a, they show a swing feedback indicator, which I think is great. I don't know if it's always accurate. I don't know if it's always accurate, which is part of the problem. But basically, you can have uh, perfect timing, which is what we said right in the middle. Means everything you did a great job. Good for you. Then there's um, there's early good and late good, which are still considered good swings. Then there's just late, just early, um, very late, very early, late. You know, you get the idea. Yeah. In theory, if you had perfect timing on a perfect swing. Shouldn't that be a ball up the middle? Like in theory, exactly. We're saying it should be a ball. Exactly. If you time it perfectly, you would hit it parallel or basically. You can have a very early swing that somehow travels up the middle. You can have a very late swing that some like they need to tear it to a baseball diamond. If you're perfect, perfect, it's up the middle. If you're good, good, it's to shorter second type of areas. If you're very late, very early, first to third, and then if you're just late or or whatever, it it's not a fair ball, but they'll have indicators and feedback right now that physically like literal physics does not make sense. Like I, 
I played yeah, baseball right. my whole life. We all play baseball our whole lives. We know how this should be played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like the, the the only thing that I would say is like you know sometimes like if you turn on an inside pitch, a perfect swing, you are like a little bit ahead of it. And you pull they need, it, you know, well, if, you're right, but then they need to redefine what perfect perfect is. You could have had yeah, perfect right. contact. What well, yeah. I don't know if you had perfect mm-hmm. timing. You well, know, the there's, thing is, there's right, a difference there. Like, just with the way physics works, like, an early swing will always result in pulling the ball. It can't go the opposite direction. Unless you're so early that you, like, threw your hands at it. And, yeah, like, you hit it on the bat, bat or something, maybe. But that's, yeah. like, wiffle yeah. ball. That's not real. Right, right, right. Yeah, everybody – I think everybody's taking that swing where they, they swung at a pitch so early that it, like, rolled off the tip of the bat and just <laughs> yeah, spun yeah. out. The yeah, it did way. one of these. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't really count. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it, not it, the same yeah. thing. They, they need to they need to change and, and they can and like they want to because pitching was the bigger problem for a while because it was just right. you had the meter or you had the analog where you just pulled it down and put it back up and it wasn't good because you would just miss everything and now they added was called do you remember in the 2k games tom how you how you would like trace the little design with the with the stick and that would determine the outcome of your pitch you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, so so they added that base. It's called pinpoint, and so a, a fastball is up and then down, you know, whatever. And you just have different designs right. you trade. And now it's like a little overpowered now, but they kind of nailed it. And now it's like your pitch goes where you want it to go. And if yeah. you mess up the design, it won't go where you want it to. You know what I mean? Right. So it's so yeah. So hitting I mean, needs like a rework. Want to do like something that. about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it does seem like. I feel like it's hard to balance something like this either way because like you can just do like push the button and the batter just swings at it. But then you get like the Madden problem where you're like, dude, I didn't tell him to swing at the bottom of the zone when it was a pitch, you know, high and tight. Yeah. The the problem is because they fixed pitching, well fixed pitching, there are still issues with pitching. They've made pitching, they've made pitching more superior to hitting. And let's be honest, for those casual right. players, or even for players like like me, you know, who, who play like almost literally every day, I don't play That's the game. Beautiful. I don't play the game to play one nothing games. I right. play the game so every game's a home run derby. Like right. there is yes. not enough yes. offense. There's most of the time there's not enough offense in the game because it's so hard to like actually get rewarded for the good swings you're taking. Because yeah, the game yeah, doesn't yeah, make exactly, sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 frustrating, and the thing is too, because because we brought up Madden, and I think the difference is Madden is a lot about like being smart, because like I don't understand, like I understand how football is played, and I understand how it works, but like I don't know when to call a cover two versus like man to man, you know what I mean? Because I'm not a defensive coordinator, I'll never be. But it's like you can do that, and you can be like, oh okay, he's gonna run this down, so I'm gonna bring blitz. Like, but in baseball, you don't do that. It's like you can try to outsmart people like what pitch you're gonna throw, but it's more just about feedback and timing and everything yeah so like mlb mm-hmm. has like in madden if you mess up the timing on something a lot of times you can get away with it i mean i don't play madden but i'm assuming that's how it works but in, in yeah. mlb you can't there's not like oh you can be smart and get to world series it's just you're good with like the stick or you're not like you're good on the controller right. or you're not does that make yeah, sense it's like you 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 get good feedback and you can recognize what pitches a ball and like right. that, that's no how game, you get to yeah, world there's series. no game plan i mean i guess there's pitch sequencing but other than that really fast yeah, how that's do you like, pitch sequence? Because I have no concept of pitch sequence. Sometimes I just go, I'm going to throw a slider here. So <laughs> it's it's a good question. And th- there's a couple right answers. There's pitch tunneling and then there's pitch sequencing. So pitch right. tunneling is like Pitching Ninja on Twitter, if you guys follow Pitching Ninja. Right. 
he always shows tunneling where like pitches start at the same way. And then the last second they break opposite directions. Mm-hmm. So like right. Blake Trinan throws a sinker and a cutter. They start at the same way. And at the last second, sinker comes one way, cutter comes the other way. If you put them or position them at the same starting point and then throw them one off the other, your opponent's going to be like, Oh, I expected the other one, but now it's barreling in on my hands. I make weak right. contact or a swing. Right. That's tunneling. Yeah. Pitch sequencing can work a couple ways. Either like, all right, I'm going fastball, fastball, up and in, and then I'm going to hit him with a slider away because he's now sitting right. up and yeah, in. It's changing his eye level. Right. Exactly. Or it's like, okay, so my opponent, you have to play a guessing game. It's like my opponent must be thinking this pitch is coming. Right. Let's definitely uh-huh. not throw that. Let's not even consider it. And let's throw something completely different somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you know, I think – I am not the best hitter in the world. I'm a, definitely a better pitcher. But part of the reason why I'm pretty good at timely hitting is because I'm good at anticipating what pitches are coming. Like, okay. oh, my opponent just buried me in on the hands twice. There is a 0% chance I'm getting that again. Let me sit somewhere else. And right. then that's when I get my hits because I'm pretty good at mm-hmm. basically guess pitching, which is maybe not the best strategy. I don't recommend it, but it works for me. So do yeah, you, when you say you sit somewhere, do you, do you say like, okay, I think he's going to throw a slider alone away. So you move your PCI there in anticipation or you're just ex- expecting it. I'm almost like camping out there. Like if I think a slider okay. low and away is coming before the pitch is even thrown, I'm already putting my PCI down on the way. Okay. So, so you're I actually, never and maybe I should. You're like, you're like cheating with the PCI a little bit. I only right, do which that means if you're screwed like, if he throws a fastball up and in. I do it if it's like late in the count. I don't often start at bats that way because you do right. want to give your, yourself the opportunity to react. Most right. of the time, I sit inside because if I'm sitting inside, there is a much less chance of me getting beaten by a fastball. And this year, right. over the course of the very long game cycle, I have personally thinking I think I've gotten much better at hitting those inside fastballs because I'm learning okay. how to react and read it. But, like, if it's an 0-2 count, maybe I'm not trying to hit a home run. I'm just trying to stay alive and not strike out. I will put right. my PCI somewhere where I'm like, I think this is coming. This has been his wipeout pitch the whole game. I'm going to make sure it doesn't wipe me out again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, that, yeah, that makes sense. Because I don't – like, so I try and do both, and I don't do either of them well. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> okay, I threw a, a sinker here, so I'm going to put the cutter here. Whatever. And sometimes it works. You just carve people up, and sometimes people are just on everything. And I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't play the game enough to figure out if it's my fault or if I'm just playing guys that are good or, but I've learned that like, there are certain pitch locations when you're the pitcher that you cannot get beaten. Like, because the game just doesn't work the way it should like sinkers, sinkers inside sinkers below the zone. You'll never get beat on sinkers below the zone. They might hit a dribbler up the middle, but the way the game yeah, works, or they'll get smart and they'll start taking them if they're a ball. It's physically impossible to hit a home run on a sinker below the zone in this game. Like physically impossible yeah it won't let you get your pci low enough so i right. unfortunately i span it because that's the way the game works and, and right. i'm allowed to do that i'll just throw if you don't stop swinging at them you're gonna hit ground balls the whole game because i'm gonna keep throwing well, right dude this is kind of like mariano rivera like he mm-hmm. pretty much figured out like oh my cutter is like practically unhittable especially for lefties so why don't i just only throw that yep like 90 yep. percent of the time yep and like in a, in a strange way that is a little realistic <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess that's true. But the frustration it will, and and it's really become a big problem because of pinpoint pitching. Because now people just could put the ball wherever they want. Because it used yeah, to be no like, 
Yeah. It used to be like you could max out the meter and it would sort of just go around there. But or now it's just a little ball Yeah, now it's just the ball goes exactly where you want it to. So like the frustration is real for like I, I played a game with a guy one time and I went up one oh on a homer. Like I just squared one up and I hit it, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like carving this guy up, like pitch because I can pitch okay, you know, I just can't mm-hmm. hit. And so I was kind of carving this guy up and he messaged me on PSN and was like and was like, yo, like, throw me something to hit. And I was like, why would I, you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, like why would stop, I be like, here, go ahead. Stop swinging if you can't hit them. Like, I don't well, know what you want to do. And so I ended up, I ended up winning. Like, play the game or or now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And, but, but in the end, but like, he ended up being a cool guy. And we just like chatted about LB the show, you know, like, whatever. And I kind of, and that's when I kind of realized, like, and I even texted, because it was like one of the first games I played online. And I even like messaged him back. And I was like, is that like an unwritten rule where like it's not cool to like paint the corners? And he was like, no, nah, I was like just pissed off that I wasn't getting hit. And I was like, that must be because like I never play online. That must be really frustrating if you go in every single game and are like, okay, like here we go. It's going to be 1-0 again. Yeah. yeah that's what it is. More, yeah. Time for more sinkers below the zone. Yeah. It's well, that's why the, basically every pitcher you see or just about every pitcher you see has a sinker, has a cutter, has a fastball that tops at 102 because those are the three uh-huh. pitches. Those are the three pitches that give people problems. And so that's who they're using. Now there are pitches, like I feel like sliders down and away, you know, like, like, like breaking away from the left hand or like that kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like pitch. they work very well. And people There's, never talk about like, Oh, I want this guy because he has a wicked slider or whatever. It has to be in my experience, a slider that is at least like 85 slow sliders are loopy and they're very easy to read out of the hand and very easy to position your PCI. But if it's a fast slider, like a Trinan, like a DeGrom, it looks like a fastball to the last second, and then it, then it's gone. So yeah. those are the ones. Because I've noticed that you set people up. If you just put like fastballs or like sinkers or whatever on the outside corner, and then mm-hmm. like on a two strike count throw a slider, they just think it's the fastball. You just yeah, yeah. Those those are really good pitches. I, I prefer most of my pitchers to have sliders. Um, okay. It is so much better than like the curveball this year is maybe one of the worst pitches. So I'd rather yeah. have a slider as a breaking pitch as opposed to a curveball. The one thing that I try is to do that I just like. A hanger like fifty percent of the yeah, time right now. It's like a cement mixer. Yeah. yeah. The, the there, one thing there, that I tried so, to... so Justin Verlander's twelve six curve is probably one of the only ones that I'm comfortable using because it's just okay. a hammer. It just it just <laughs> drops out of nowhere. But otherwise, they're terrible. Yeah, but I like it. One thing that I try to do that I, I think I'm going to abandon because it doesn't really work is throw a cutter like a slider and then throw a slider. Does that make sense? So if your cutter is it, ninety three, it's a good tongue. I always think it is, but it never seems to work. They either just end up on one or on the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, is that because you're on like a lower difficulty and they have maybe like every time I do it, they either are timing up the cutter well and then they're too like too early on the slider they're, or vice they're versa. They're timing up the cutter well because they're late on the fastball because everybody's late on fastball. So cutters end right. up being like the ideal speed. Um, yeah, the best because like my 94. favorite my favorite pitch and it's the pitch that I abuse is the cutter to righty righty cutter that is outside the zone uh, like a like in the other batter's box like yeah. not below oh, not oh, high, in the other okay. batter's box because right. they'll time it like a fastball but they'll swing on the outside part of the plate and not extend enough and it's a ground ball to the uh, left side of the infield every time and it's, okay, a, it's, it's a dribbler that's dirty. yeah yeah that's I think, the pitch yeah yeah i think i understand it. okay so going off pitch sequencing um, one of the things that I've wanted them to add, and I don't know if other people are talking about this, but I haven't heard it. One of the things that I think will be cool is they should add like coaching staffs or at least just like managers, you know, I mean? and it could just be like, oh, you have like, 
I was gonna say Mike Holmgren, but it's a football <laughs> guy. You could have, you know, like like Charlie Manuel, well, you could. and that's like you could. plus, and that's like plus two power, and that wouldn't be overpowered because just a couple of them, and everybody would be able to have a manager. Well, like that would be fun. What do you think? I think that's something that would work for franchise or Road to the Show, both modes that MLB the Show has proven they don't give a single shit about. Right. Um, in Diamond Dynasty, I don't know because I think it adds another variable to something that already has way too many variables as is. That's true, but but it wouldn't. And, have and to eventually, be everybody it could would be like two power. And if everybody yeah. has the same guy with two power, it doesn't really make a difference. That's well. You that's know? the other thing. Well, but is, like, you want velocity, you could add that. You know what I mean? Like you could change yeah. around a is, little bit. Is that interesting though? If like there's one guy who's the meta and just every I single player I guess has that's that true, manager, yeah. then yeah, they, then there may as well not be managers. Yeah. I think point, there's actually. there might be a way to do something with managers. I don't quite know what the answer is. I don't think adding attribute boosts is the way to do it, but maybe like maybe they reintroduce challenges to Diamond Dynasty, and depending on who your manager is, you have a better chance of overturning a challenge because they're smarter. They have better IQ. Um, right. You can yeah, only like let's say let's say you have a manager with 99 IQ and a manager with 50 IQ. The manager right. with 99 IQ is going to give you more opportunities to challenge because he notices that there are more right. incorrect plays in the something like Although that. Although I kind of like that it, they just don't have challenges. Like I kind of like that it's just this is right. I think they said it for perfect umpiring. I don't always agree that it's perfect umpiring, but I think they right. said it for perfect umpiring. <laughs> right. That's their intention. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of imagining this grandiose thing of like every like you could have like a pitching coach, a hitting coach, a manager, you know, whatever. And you get like one attribute for everyone. So you get like so it's not so it's not like a boost, but it's more like a skill tree sort of. So like your pitching yeah. coach, you could assign it to velocity or control or break. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself. No, but, I mean yeah, I, I think you're on to something. I don't know what the answer is completely, but implementing more things beyond the playing field is definitely something yeah i guess about. that's what i'm getting at because like they have a lot of missed opportunities where like there are like 10 classic stadiums right 10 like mm-hmm. eight something like that like not a lot and they're random and i think it's a coding issue if i remember correctly like i remember they said they have problems adding new ones to the game but there's like yankee stadium and the metrodome and stuff like that and then there's like shy old park Mi- old and Miami. of course the polo grounds that they should not yeah. have they but have like, Dan Ugla's old stomping grounds in old. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. they do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. They, it yeah. is probably outside of Minute Maid the worst stadium to play in. It's just fuck. <laughs> it's it's a that? it's a cavern. You yeah, can't hit like anything. That. It also just like looks like it's not it's, like cool, like looking and yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it's, the, the model but like there's so it's, many. Like you could add like the old like Tiger Stadium that people love and like the Vet mm-hmm. and everything. You know what I mean? And like I was they have Yankee Stadium, but like you could add like a bunch of old parks, like yeah. the Astrodome and stuff. And they just don't. And like how, you know what I mean? Like how difficult could it be? I actually wish they would give us fewer stadiums. And even oh. though it would be cool to have them, I hate when people play online at dog shit stadiums because there's no That's stadium true. locks online. And it, right. you talk about the instant way to make your experience not fun is it's polo playing, grounds. playing a legend ranked seasons game at polo grounds. Yeah. Polo grounds is the, yeah, they need, they do need to get rid of polo grounds. You are right. Uh, can I guess that when you play at polo grounds, like people just pick teams with 99 speed and just 
hit the ball. Uh, that, is a, that is a strategy that people have, yes. Yeah, and then they you, you can position your outfielders so that they play the gaps and they play deep, so you can't even hit the gaps. And it's the games are either one nothing or they're like 18-17 because everybody's yeah. pulling home runs 250. But it's not a fun 18-7. It's not like you're no. going back and forth. It's, it's, it's a just like one. something's yeah, pissing like, you off. And I, then you I don't get like the idea the... of putting like a dunker like into the third deck. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah it's not it's not fun. Yeah. it's not fun yeah. but i don't know let me put it this i'm going back to my manager's thing the reason why i don't think it's crazy is because they have rituals and rituals do affect the game because you can add plus but eight I, power i only think they cap. affect the they on your on your cap road to the show and franchise i think those are the only right. things that impact but caps ritual, are in the game ritual cards i sell every single one i don't even know what i have oh, yeah, I what i'm missing either. i get they, they don't matter to me because in diamond yeah. dynasty you don't need them Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's true. I don't. Do you like the way they did the creative player this year? Because I really dislike. I think created players should not exist. I think created players should strictly yeah, kind of be agree. for. They should strictly be for road to the show. You should not be allowed to bring your created player into Diamond Dynasty. I understand every kid's dream is to play left field next to Mike Trout. Right. I don't care. There are enough legends in right. this game that you do not need to use yourself, or like. Right. You know, yeah. people can create four foot eight goblin men. And yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> si- like su- submarine left-handers to throw 99. Yeah, and it's yeah, just it like, is a problem. It's the, the only the only way that I thought they did it semi-well, because it used to be, Tom, it used to be you would feed players. So you had an inventory of players and you would feed a left yeah, fielder to your guy. And then it, yeah, it would just upgrade him. That was silly because eventually he's got him to a 99 and everything. Mm-hmm. And this year it's you I don't exactly understand how it works because I never do it. I never did it. You I get, do not you get have a progress as you play, and then you unlock these little skill sets, and you go from there. It's a yeah. slog, and it's and it's not fun. But you can get your guy to be maxed out. But last year they had it. It was like a little like gated path, and so you'd unlock a bronze guy, and you play with him for mm-hmm. a little while, complete submissions. You unlock a silver guy, play with him, like complete submissions, get a, a gold guy. And then when you got to a diamond, you couldn't just do whatever you wanted and give them a knuckleball and stuff. They had like archetypes. So you could be a flamethrower or you could be a control guy. Like I feel like that was the okay. only good way that they did it where it was like, okay, you can have your creative player. You can do what you want with him within reason. You can't do these things. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was also yeah. frustrating. It was frustrating this year because even though it is a slog, if you do it the right way, there were exploits available day one. So people yeah. had 99 overall created players within two hours of the game being released. And yeah. while the best card in the game at that point is actually an 88, they had guys who were 99 mm-hmm. overalls that just made rank seasons not fun. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's not, just, I, I do agree that they should take else. them out. Yeah, yeah, I do agree they should, they, you know, they should take them out. You know what out. they could do? This is um, I'm stealing this idea a little bit from Super Mega Baseball, you know, my, my <laughs> stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can make you can make custom teams, you can do whatever you want with them. And the only thing is that you have to pick one of the teams that's in the game and you can just change their visuals. Mm-hmm. What if you could do your creative player and it was just like you take a player who's already in the game and you can just like make them your creative player? Like it's oh, so like if you're, not gonna, if you're not going to use like Lou Gehrig, then you just change him to be Tom Quirk. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, was, you know, an appropriate skill yeah. level. I was yeah, interpreting that as like you can basically create Frankenstein. Like I want the contact versus right of Trey Turner. I want the contact versus left of Chipper oh, Jones. I hate that idea. I hate that idea too, I and I'm glad that that's idea. not what you were thinking of. No, I think what you're saying <laughs> is you just rename a player and change the way that he looks, right? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of just like you're reskinning somebody, but I yeah, feel like okay. that's the only way to let create a player be competitive. 
Yeah, because it's based off some yeah. semblance of reality. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's based no. on somebody who they balanced to put mm-hmm. in. Now, okay. The game. Ta- speaking of Frankenstein's, yeah. right? And I, I know everybody loved Tom. They added something this year called the parallel system, which is basically as yeah. you use a player, you gain XP for him. And when you it's get the a best thing XP, they ever did, it's the best thing they ever did. But when you when you get to it's a parallel level one, and you gain enough XP, you get plus one to every attribute, and then you gain some more XP, really? you get to level two, and then you gain another point and it, awesome. it caps at five xp right so okay. you could take so you could take uh mike trout and you can get him plus five across the board but you could also take chris davis and give him plus five across the board and it's right, great because people player. right because because it gives you an incentive to use players more and more that you and want to the cool, if i could interject quickly the cool yeah. thing is they number what parallel you get to like oh yeah globally so like for example really p5 super fractor is the farthest you can get i was number 12 in the world and there's only 17 people in the world still to have live series 78 Gary Sanchez at parallel. Right. So like, right. it's, it's almost like it's, I hate even saying this, but it's almost like an NFT where it's like, that's yours. You are yeah, number exactly, 12 yeah. in the world. That's okay. yours. Yeah. It's, but yeah, like, it's, it's but somebody can't just screenshot it and then also have your player. Well, I mean, I guess they can because my name is they, not attached to the number 12, right, but, but like, would be the point? Yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. So I guess the only like, well, actually, they could do that because you know how, like, in the inventory screen, it'll say "discovered by." They very well could. Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. why not? Like, I, mean, I, I haven't heard of yeah. anyone doing that. I don't think it's like a like, rampant like issue. Your, when popular like cards come is. out, when popular cards come out now, every single night there's the race to who's going to get one of one parallel. Yeah, cards. exactly. Like, it's yeah, become yeah. a thing. Well, that, and I feel really like that cool. started when Fuzzy did that with Grady Sizemore. I think so. like, that was funny. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. so now. <laughs> Yeah, and so now it'll be like somebody loves like Derek Fisher because he's like a glitch, and so somebody wants right. to be like one of one. Day. Like I have, there's a guy named Jake Kalish who's in the Royals minor league system who's like mm-hmm. 30. He's not going to make the majors, um, but like three, like in the World Baseball Classic, somebody said that he looked like me, and so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I, not anymore because I gained like 50 pounds, but at the time he sort of looked like me, and so I am one of one uh, parallel four. Jake Are you really? That's I think cool. so. I, I'm, I working have on, I'm working on P5, Jake Kalish. Hey guys, post-editing Ethan here. Uh, fun fact, I actually finished that grind, and I got one of one Jake Kalish. So was it a waste of time? You decide. But I'm still incredibly proud of it, and I'll add a picture so you guys can see. Anyway, hope you're enjoying it. Back to the interview with Kenny. I have zero one of ones. The, the well, best really, it's Jake Kalish. Yeah. No one's upgraded Jake Kalish. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no so one's very, like, So it's literally like, as long as you get to that point. Sometimes so you'd be is surprised. Like you can prestige players that you like. That's exactly what it is. You can prestige. Re- so if you, so if you say, yeah. I, like, if you yeah. say, like, I know Trace Pereira in real life, and he's a super nice guy, and I want to use him, right? If you use Trace Pereira a lot, you can upgrade him by five points across the board. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, last, I really, yeah, I and like it's cool. The sound of that. So here's last year they up. had a prestige system where, did, but okay. only if you got players. X but it was not good and and it, it was only it wasn't players. like and this the way it works with this is when you get to parallel one you get plus one across the board and so like it, your progress tracks as you go along so you get plus one and then you get plus two the old prestige system was you locked it in you did all the points and then you just got plus three and that was it and that was over yeah. so oh, it, it, okay. yeah they, this is the it, best thing they ever did but here's it was a necessary stepping my, stone to get to this it was. Here's right. my idea, and I want your honest opinion, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Okay. I say take the cap off the parallel system. I say just let you get to parallel 80, you know what I mean, and make Derek Fisher a 99. I understand there are flaws, <laughs> because then you could have I, I, Turner with 125 contact, or you know what it is, maybe? 
maybe like do caps like take a common and make the cap 80 overall or something does that make I sense like, i like parts of what you're saying so now that i'm talking it out i do see the, the huge flaws right it's, yeah. it's not a terrible idea the issues are there are guys and and girls who know life this game yeah who will literally get players to max 125 everything and i don't yeah. think that's fair that's at not the same at the same time yeah I think if you want 99 Derek Fisher, there should be a way for you to get that. It would have maybe, to be maybe, a balanced maybe, and scaled 99 Derek Fisher, but I think maybe there needs they to could, be a way to do it. Yeah, maybe they could do it of like <coughs> commons. You can do up to 20. I'm making up numbers, but you could do up to 20. Bronzes, you could do 15. Silvers, you could do 10. Some, something like that. I, so like I think a, there a has diamond, be, you could still only get yeah. five points, but Derek Fisher, you could get plus 25. And Derek Fisher is still so not going to be usable. This has been talked about I think Scuffy talks about this sometimes. There needs to be like a golden ticket. So let's say you're ripping packs open and you pull a golden ticket. That golden ticket, first of all, they are exceptionally rare. You can't sell them. Like it can't be something anybody can get their hands on. If you pull a golden ticket, you could take any card in the game and be like, I'm making that card a 99. With the golden ticket, it'd be like, but you only have... 700 attribute points to distribute and it's up to you how you distribute it and okay. depending on how like you this. and depending on how you distribute it it could be a max contact Derek fisher it could be a max speed max fielding Derek fisher like right, you have right. to be smart with how you turn it into a 99 i think that right. is a really cool idea now now that is a fun idea because then you could go on and be like wow who decided to make joaquin soria 99 yeah that, that would be fun. I don't know if I like the idea that it's just, oh, every once in a while you might get picked and like be that guy. Because let me explain to you why I feel strongly about this. I have an all-Jewish team, right? Okay. And it, it's huh. – the lineup's loaded. There's plenty of Jewish guys that can rake, like Ralph Kiner, Ryan Braun and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the pitching's a problem. Like Jim Palmer is like the only good star. And Max Reed, they're the only good starters. But I mean like at, like overall-wise, they're the only good yeah. starters. And then it's like Jay Kalish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and the bullpen's an even bigger problem. I cheated and put Mariano Rivera in there because I saw a quote somewhere where he said something where he's like, I feel a strong connection to the Jewish community. I hey, forget, but I was like, if he's a friend like, of the Jewish community, the yeah. yeah, throw him if, on the team. Anyway, it's literally, yeah. it's like, it's Rivera and then it's like Richard Blyer. You know what I mean? Uh, Who, Richard Blyer's a lot of fun, but Richard Blyer's Yankee not great. Yeah, Former Richard Blyer's not Richard good Blair. in the game. I want to be able to take an all Jewish team online, but you can't do it because you're just going to get bent over. You know, I mean, I can, because right. I don't care that much, but like, it's not viable. I want to be able to have my Richard Blyer and Ryan Sheriff and Robert Stock bullpen B990s yeah. or something. Does that make sense? No, like, I think, I think because, like, because you have these theme yeah. teams, like, because you'll be like, oh, I'm going to make a Nickelodeon theme team. And then if you, you know, and then if you pick somebody and you go like, oh, this guy has the perfect name for that theme team, but he's, he's an 80. He, I can't mm-hmm. use him. Well, you've seen there the bullpens I've used. My theme, so uh-huh, I do yeah. theme team, Tom, on, on YouTube, I do theme team Thursdays because okay. now with the game cycle, there's nothing left to do. And I have right. every card in the game. So yeah. I have access to anything I want to do. So I'll do a Nickelodeon theme team, which I did. And I'll have like Lou Bob square pants in center field. I've got Luis Robert in center field. I've got like okay. uh, Danny Santana, Danny Phantom. He's, he's on the bench. Like yeah, I do yeah. stuff Trey like Timmy Turner. Danny Fantana. Yeah, Trey <laughs> yeah. Timmy Turner. It inevitably happens where every single bullpen just sucks donkey dick, and I don't know yeah. what to do. And see, and see, that's it's like a, a one-off. We're just going like, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, there's just not enough relief. But see, that's a one-off where you're going like, oh, I'm just going to try Nickelodeon today. So like you wouldn't put any time into it. But like if you were really like, oh, I want to make an Italian-American theme yeah, team really or, or a, guys, yeah. a guys from New York theme team or something and you want to use it and make it good, there should be a way where you could be like, okay, Andrew, well, actually Andrew Velasquez is a good card. But like there true. should be a way where you're like, I love Ronald Torres and he sucks and I have him to parallel five and he still sucks. Mm-hmm. There should be a way that you're like, Ronald Torres my guy. I, you can't make him a 99, but you should be able to make Ronald Torres like an 85 well, and make him usable. The, this is the one thing what that I have. To, what maybe, if you had to feed them cards like you used to have to with maybe, the creative like, I, Maybe, I'm little, yeah. I'm a little unclear on how this works in Madden, but in Madden, can't you just like keep upgrading guys? I don't know. I don't play Madden, really. I think, like, I know you can, like, assign a, like, for quarterbacks, you can assign, like, deep ball threat or scrambler, or, like, you can assign different archetypes to impact the way they play and i know that there are power-ups and upgrade cards but i don't know if that's capped at like oh you can only get him five overalls better or you could get him 99 like i don't know how that works right right I like i, I do i do i do kind of i do kind of the game just <laughs> to get 99 tim couch i do like the idea what you said of with scuffy of just the idea of having like like a rare candy from pokemon where you just get it and then you can put it on like i kind of like that but but basically what i'm getting at is like there should be a way and here's the thing if it were just a baseball simulation they said ronald torres isn't good he's not good in the game then that would be fine but like they give you like a tops now of ronald torres and he can be juiced yeah, but, but, but if like, well, he's not the guy yeah. they picked that week, then he doesn't get you. Like, there right should be a now, way. Basically, yeah. what I'm saying, you should be able to make your yeah. own tops now. Does that make sense? Right now, the only workaround is making your created player Ronald Torres with Ronald Torres's swing, Ronald Torres's features, and then right. juice juices stats. I really enjoy that we picked Ronald Torres to talk about. By the way, another yeah, really Phillies fan. I love I love Big Toe. I oh, love Yankee and Philly great Ronald <laughs> Torres. I love Big that Tom. picture of him next to Aaron Judge will live forever, rent him, free in my head. His his friendship with Didi Gregorius is one of the things I treasure in my life. Another Yankee and Philly legend, Didi Gregorius. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, you know, but, 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 you know, we we make Ronald Torres's bats over at Pick the Sports. <laughs> Do you really? Can you juice him so he's a better card? Yeah, yeah. Sure. How many corks you put in him? Yeah, I'm gonna have to be like, hey, buddy, listen, you're swinging to drop three. Um, that might explain the whole not hit the ball out of the yard thing. Uh, why don't you try to drop one? Yeah, how many, how many, you, uh, yeah, how many bouncy plus balls? One, like Aaron Judge. Can you stuff it with bouncy balls and styrofoam? Like, you're real, are you allowed to do that? Um, no, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronald Torres, I wouldn't say he's a good player, but Ronald Torres no. did he did yeoman's work for the Phillies this year. He, he you know what it was? Everybody he was not the biggest, the not the biggest problem on the Phillies this year. It was because no, he's he was not the biggest problem, it's because he's five foot six. That's why he was not the biggest problem. Yeah, he was the smallest, yeah, he was, small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, he, he was the shortest problem on the Phillies. Yeah. yeah, but 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 so basically, what I'm getting at is like, I like this, like, I really want to be able to make anybody viable. You know what I mean? Like not any, everybody can be a 99, but like there should be a way to get Ronald Torres up to like an 87. And then when you take him online, you're not just swinging yeah. a Q-tip, like you said, or you should be able to take Richard Blyer and not just have his hits per nine be 60 for the rest of his life. I, I agree with you, but like, see this, you probably listened to this episode of my podcast. One of my big problems is the game scaling tops. Now cards are both great and awful because yeah, okay. they're based off one game. So like, let's just, Let's actually, let's use science as an example. So please hold. We're going to go to tops now. The science of MLB. Yes. Yeah, we're going right. to so, go to the numbers. Yeah, we are 100% going to go to the numbers. Okay. Lars Newtbar. Great name. 
A plus name. <laughs> on August 25th, he, he received a Tops Now card. That is a 97 overall. The overall is not what I'm concerned about. It's whatever. Right. doesn't mean right. This Lars Newt bar, because I'm turning sideways to read the card because it's a sideways card. Uh, he That's had annoying. a walk. They got to stop doing that. They should just change. They should Wait, just they, they actually do that? Yes. It's well, yeah, because baseball cards oh, are that, but they, what they need to do is just reorient it on the screen. Yeah. But that's this a, Lars, a small. This a Lars Nupar yeah. received, yeah. received a 97 overall tops now card because he had a walk-off hit. Good for him. He's a rookie. Yeah. Great day for the young man. Congratulations, Mr. Lars Nupar, good for you. <laughs> What's fucking stupid? is that they gave him 125, which is max, contact versus right-handers. Right. No. In that one at-bat, did he get a hit off a righty? Yes. So in that one scenario, he is perfect off righties. That's 125 contact. By definition, course, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. However, what sucks is that... Jimmy Fox doesn't have that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what sucks is that... 99 overall Joe Morgan starts with better player by a little bit starts with 118 contact rate and like I'm pretty sure Joe Morgan is better than Lars Newport well here's the thing if you if you remember I think yeah yeah there's there's a case to be made you know what the The jury's still out in in the beginning of the game and I remember specifically because they only did it for like two weeks in the beginning of the game Akil Badu was a monster silver, right? He's another one of my favorite. He was a monster silver. Cards. And then I forget Very who the nice. gold was. And then they had Ryan McMahon, who was your a, a monster. Mer- your mean Mercedes. Your mean Mercedes. That's right. He was yeah. a monster 84. And then Ryan McMahon was a, a juiced 86. Yeah. And that was it. And then they were they were done. Well, there were a couple other silvers. But, like, they should be doing silver and golds until, like, August. You know, yes. and I'm not saying they can't do diamonds. Like, like, it started off and it was, here's your silver, here's your gold. And then here's your silver, here's your gold, here's your diamond. Here's your mm-hmm. gold, here's your diamond. Here's your low diamond, here's your high like, diamond. Yeah. It should be like silvers and golds for a while. And then the, golds yeah. and low diamonds and then medium, di- you know what I mean? Like, they, the, they, the number happened too fast. The number of players who got tops now cards who are high diamonds that don't deserve it is astounding. And I, I'm not going to go through every single one, but Right, Oscar some Mer- guys like like yeah. Mike Mustakis is awesome. That's a guy that great I'm totally card. cool with having. Yasmani Grandal, he would have gotten a high diamond anyway. Let's right, give right. him a tops now. Lars Newbar like, is not a high diamond. Ninety-seven Joey Wendell, he can go play in traffic. Ninety-seven Oscar <laughs> <Yeah>. Mercado. Uh, <laughs> Ninety-seven Yoshi Susugo. Like, what are we doing here, guys? Uh, this this one's really good. Ninety-seven Seth Beer, just because he hit a home run in his first at bat. Like, let's just make him a gold. I don't think he has to well, be Well, and the thing is, too, and the thing is too there's no fine. good way to, like, because a guy like Lars Newpark gets one hit and one at bat and then gets a mm-hmm. juice card. But a guy uh, like, you know, like Ronald Torres could have a really solid week and he'll never get a tops now. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'd rather have, in real life, yeah. I'd rather have the player who has a great week but not one shining moment. And the guy then has one shining certain, moment and then sucks. There are certain tops nows that make sense. Sebi Zavala hit three home runs in his right. same hit, hit his right. Tyler Gilbert throws a no hitter. Of course, he gets a top nine. And they gave him a ninety five. Right. But like TJ Fredell, who hit his home run in his MLD yeah, MLB debut, is a ninety seven. Like what the what are, what is happening here? Like I, I right, it's it, it 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 yeah, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, like, so what S- they need to do is they need to have a little more consistency in you know making their bad players really good. Well, it's it's the debate of <laughs> yeah. we we pay so much money to have Hank Aaron's rights in this game. Right. Let's make sure As that people. Should. Yes, but like let's make sure people aren't using ninety eight overall Mark Canna over him. 
Right. right. Mark Cannon yeah. is a great player. I personally love his swing, but like Hank Aaron's Hank Aaron. Right. Well, yeah. He, you know, he was pretty good. Hank Aaron, pretty good. He was all right. Yeah. Well, and you know what it is too? People hated Immortals, right? Tom, Immortals, I don't want to get off in the weeds here, but Immort- Immortals yeah. was basically uh, George Brett played shortstop four times in his career. So you can put him a shortstop. And George Brett had one season where he stole 40 bases. So he now has 99 speed. I mean, they, they just, mash they, all that they just Frankenstein together the best it's, card that could possibly be. It was a really yeah. cool idea. It, yeah. Like, I give them credit. It was a great idea. It didn't work out well. And I understand they, why people were pissed. They turned so every my, legend into an Egyptian god card. Like, it's right, like, right. And like, yeah, yeah, and like, it was it was too much. It was too much. Okay, fine. I understand that. Right. But I feel yeah. like tops now are just sort of like little immortals now. And the, they don't have the same problem because it's not now, oh, George Brett's my shortstop. But it's like, Lars Newtbar should not Oof. ever be a usable card. Lars no. Newtbar should be, if you want to give him a, like a really cool silver and he's a battle royale card and that's like, that's great. Lars Newtbar is not a diamond. I mean, Lars Newtbar might be a great guy and he might have, go off next year, but like Lars Newtbar this year, I want to apologize for Lars Newtbar because we're really shredding him right now. Into a meme role he's probably yeah. a nice guy. I don't know. Yeah, but like, t- I feel like tops nows should like really only be like and also they should make common and bronze top now tops now honestly if you think about it like there should be a guy uh, who, that like, should be that if terrence gore steals five bases he shouldn't be able to hit he shouldn't be able to field well i mean i don't know if he's a good field or not but like there should be like a little bit juiced tops now card. does that make sense so like, you take there a common should. you give him a, a juiced bronze does that make sense mm-hmm. but well and it's it's silly too because i'm looking at two pitchers right now we have 96 tops now tyler gilbert for his no hitter game totally no hitter. deserved 100 absolutely right yeah that's right a diamond next, there are certain feats that's yeah. a diamond right next to him you have 96 overall reed detmers for getting his first nlb win he didn't throw a no hitter congratulations <laughs> reed i'm very yeah. proud of you reed like reed yeah. you know reed. what i i never got any mlb wins like yeah. Reed, so, you, you know probably, what? One more win than the three of us will ever have. Reed should yeah. probably be like an 82. Like he doesn't need to be a 96. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he pitched well. You know, uh, it and the thing is too, like, like so if this know. game were just Battle Royale, <laughs> then it would, or if this game were just Diamond Dynasty, then it would be like, well, what's the point? But they have Battle Royale, so they have a mode where it totally mm-hmm. incentivizes right. making bad. Yeah, these guys are useful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I don't know. There's there's a lot of problems, and like, let's not even get off into franchise or anything. Like, there there are a lot of problems. But, I don't play enough franchise to know anything about it. All I know is that it definitely sucks. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to say that I haven't heard people say, and I'm not trying to be an SDS apologist, but one thing that I do want to say that I want to be fair to them about is people forever were like, where's Stadium Creator? I want Stadium Creator. Stadium Creator was M- MVP baseball. How come it's not in this? Right? Okay. They finally did it. Now Stadium Creator's here. Everybody was hyped. Nobody cares anymore. You know what I mean? I, they're, I, they're, I, I hate it a lot. I don't even have it because I, play I on, hate I it a on ton. I play on a PS4, so I don't. E- I've never even used it. But like, I think it's cool. But like, Stadium exists, Creator was like, if not the top thing that people wanted, it was like top three. Like everyone wanted Stadium Wait, Creator. It's just Every- trash. And that, no, no, it's no, it's a very like it good. Can like, you can be. Do, it yeah, can you be can use it well. Bad. It can be. But oh, what I'm saying though oh, is like they didn't do a poor job it, of yeah. making Stadium Creator. Like they did well. They made it, and now it's used more. It's just like the hype didn't justify the investment. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like they gave this thing that everybody yeah. wanted and people were like, great. And they just moved on. Yeah. So they, like, I do, I do feel for them. We're like, that's like a can't win situation where mm-hmm. you get all this crap and then you finally give it to them. And people are like, awesome. Now, how about that? You know what I mean? And it's like, 
I'm sure that was a big like labor and money investment for them and yeah. it didn't pay off. The big you know issue I, mean? I now, have with Stadium Creator is they did a decent job of recognizing ahead of time, like, okay, we have to make sure that stadiums are at least this, this big. Like they have yeah, to at least have like can't be this, yeah, this 300 big, feet right. to the wall, whatever it is. Yeah, you the don't want is that fields. And altitude. They cap the altitude online. Well, right? that's the other oh, problem. The problem is that altitude is a playable factor in this game. So right, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody either maxes the altitude or completely puts it at zero. Yeah, nobody puts you, it at 2,000. You either have people right. that are hitting 600-foot home runs or they're hitting bowling balls. And Now, wait, I thought there was between. an altitude, like, cap online. Is that not it true? It is. It's it's – um it's the whatever it's course field course right? is it's a like mile 50, is a mile high 52, so whatever 80. court yeah 5280 is the highest you can go right but you can also right. make it zero right and if you make it zero the ball don't go nowhere so it's right. it's, yeah. it's shitty i sort of feel for them because stadium creator was the thing that everybody wanted and they got it and people were like oh cool and then just kind of like moved on well you know i, I mean? also think that they missed an opportunity and maybe they're gonna revisit this year but i am on the the, the horse of i think battle royale should be a stadium locked mode i think now that they have stadium creator, someone in their organization should create Battle Royale Stadium. And that should be where every BR game is played. You have the capability to All make right. these custom stadiums, do it. This way, like Battle Royale is already such an RNG-based mode. Eliminate some of that by making sure everybody plays in the same place. I don't play competitively yeah. enough that I really care because, mm-hmm. because I don't get frustrated about the stadiums because I don't play competitively a lot. But also, like, people are like, oh, I'm going to make, like, the Avengers hideout state. Like, I don't care. I don't care what the stadium looks like. I always yeah. play in cores because the ball flies. That's it. I never I play ship. I, it. Ship yeah, it is my stadium. Ship it, yeah. Because that's the place I feel as if I get rewarded when I do good things. I just hate minor okay. league stadiums. I think they look stupid. So I pick cores because it's a major league stadium they, and the ball they, they play a lot better. Of people used to uh, only play in spring training stadiums. Yeah, that's shit. That's, I forget if it's a minor league or a spring training. I think stadium. it's a minor league. I prefer playing in the minor league because the the uh, frame rates are better because there are fewer fans in the stands and there's less oh, stuff true? going on. I will say Coors actually plays reasonably well for a major league stadium. And if I were to pick a major league stadium to play and I'd probably pick Coors. I don't know why it works well. It just does. Yeah. But I ha- shipping yeah. plays smooth. Yo, if you got to yeah, yeah, play somewhere where there's not going to be any fans, you should you should try the race stadium. Yeah, go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, yeah. that's not very realistic because they still think 45,000 people are going to those games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although one thing they added a couple like, years ago, Dan Ugla era Marlins at the end <laughs> would get like 300 oh, fans. Yeah. You imagine you get like 200 FPS. They used to have to put out newspaper ads to get people. To uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they had to pay seat fillers. <laughs> yeah, but a couple of years ago they did add that thing where if the game's not going well for the home team, this like the crowds start to empty out. And like in Los Angeles, it was late because yeah. of traffic and everything. And they so, like, do they, have it now. So like if you're playing, so rank seasons goes up to like a thousand, but it at okay. 900 World Series begins. And if you're in World Series, every stadium you play in is packed. If you're in Hall of okay. Fame, it's a little less packed. If you're an All-Star, it's a little less packed. So they did that. And I think that's cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah you I should don't know. be able to just turn off fans though if it's like a performance issue J- just turn on covid mode and just like make it so yeah. nobody's there actually they could yeah, totally do that. yeah just put the little cutouts they, like, yeah. they can just put ramon's head on every cutout i i mean in br in, in battle royale stadium that's what they should do actually that's your ritual instead of like oh you got talcum powder and then it never does anything you should be able to get little cardboard cutouts to put in the stand oh, so you could pick your, like a dog yeah. or you could pick ramon's head there are a lot of problems in this game but i do want to give sds credit for listening about they stuff because like much. i don't think i don't think ea listens with madden i think they no. just find out what they can gouge you on next and then they take your money 
Madden you know, and FIFA, but, again, I have little experience with both, but I know that EA does not listen. I know people who play 2K hate 2K. Like right. MLB The Show, I think I think that's the reason MLB The Show hate is so loud all the time. It's because they know the developers listen, but it still right. stinks. That kind They're of sucks when people do that, actually. Yeah. That, that it's like, of, it's like give a mouse a cookie, they want a glass of milk. You know, it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, that kind of sucks for that. Right. I feel bad. And they've also done a good job right. about giving a lot of the legends that people like first it was ken griffey and then it was babe ruth and then it was like i don't know who was next like hank aaron was a big one and willie mays and mickey mantle like they do get the guys that people want i mean i'm sure there are some people they just can't like barry bonds will never be no because he he wasn't even in the players association when he right. was playing he was john dowd remember john dowd yeah reggie stocker john yeah, dowd pick the name reggie stocker. Oh. oh yeah it's, no, who, it's i don't know what was Roger Clemens? Wasn't he like like Ronald Carter or something? I don't know something. Was like, he? Yeah, Randy. Oh, he yeah. might have been. I don't even remember that. Yeah, Randy Carter. Yep. Was that it? Yeah, and he was yeah, like a, I don't know. He was like a three hundred pound black guy. He was like <laughs> <laughs> Yankees. Yeah, dude, for a while I couldn't figure out who he was. I was like, I was like, who is this guy? This isn't a real player. And then I realized RC. Oh shoot, it's Roger Clemens. Yeah. I was, so I, was a kid, I was kind of stupid. I want to lend credence to that thought because Kevin Brown, a real baseball player, is like that does not sound like a real baseball player. Doesn't Kevin yeah. Brown sound like they're making up a name for a real player? Kind yeah, like of. Kirby I, I think he'd have unlimited durability though because he loved to punch dugout walls. Really, yeah. Kevin Brown, <laughs> right or left hand? It's important. I, I, doesn't matter. I, I think he would just any wall was in his way. He was punching. Was Kevin Brown a Yankee? Oh, he was. He was a big free agent signing, right? Or a trade. He was there for like a hot minute, and God was he bad. But he was there. For there a were while. some really funny like Yankees cameos. Like Randy Johnson's a good one. Randy you know? Johnson, Pudge Rodriguez, uh, the failed yeah. off season. The failed off season when they Burnett. bought they bought high on Carl Pavano and Jared Wright, and they were both. Oh, fun. oh yeah, Carl Pavano. Carl Pavano's yeah. a good name. Those were, but those were also the same years where Yankees legend Chin Ming Wong was a stud. So oh. I, he would be a fun guy to have in the game. He'd be a fun and he'd like, be a, he'd be a sinker baller too. Yeah, yeah I want he'd him. be fun. Yeah, he'd be fun. Dude, they gotta anyway. get. Uh, can they get Raul Mondesi in the game? Fuck Raul Mondesi. I want. Can we get I Yankees Raul, legend Raul Ibanez? I want Raul Ibanez. Thank you. Postseason hero Raul Ibanez. That's what I want. Yo, that, yeah. We can. We can come together as Philly and Yankee fans on this. <laughs> yeah. Raul Ibanez. Yeah. There are a lot of fun guys that wouldn't be diamonds. Like Sean Fagan would be so much fun. Ah, good you know old Sean. Good old. Yeah, Sean. remember you remember him? Like, yeah. Like they should or totally like, have uh, like Terry. Like I think I was talking about this on your stream the other day when you were playing with all commons and you were like, mm -hmm. no, there's no common flashbacks there used to be where they'd be like use this common justin turner and then mm -hmm. you can turn it into like diamond justin turner they still do that but not commons now they gave bronzes. us like a 67 justin turner but that's the closest yeah one. like they what, should like give mets more commons turner. it was mets rookie yeah, justin yeah. Turner. yeah but, but oh, like, yeah, like mario mendoza was hilarious mm -hmm. like i love that they did that like they yeah. should totally have like postseason hero terrence score and he would just be like a 50 overall mm -hmm. like yeah, they like need that, like mark lemke <laughs> yeah, Mark Lemke, exactly. Yeah, they, they need more jokes. You know, they need like Shane Spencer. There should be yeah, there should be meme meme cards. Yeah, there meme. Yeah, totally. There you go. The yeah, meme they series. absolutely need meme cards. Yeah, yeah. Like like what, what was Shane Spencer's highest overall? Like, like or, or take your favorite legend and then take the worst season they ever had and boom, there's your comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's All like right. 80 year old Satchel Page. Or like the should have retired 10 years ago series where we have 48 year old Jamie Moyer and he's like a 16 year old. Right, Pete Rose. 
Yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah. Yeah, Pete, yeah, Pete the, Rose. Or Mini yeah. Minioso. Didn't Mini Minioso play when he was like 55 yeah. years old? The all-time accumulating stat series where Pete Rose is just like 65 and he's got 4,100 yeah. hits. He's like, I need three, the three more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's up there. Yeah. Really, yeah. Well, yeah, that would be, yeah. Oh, Marvis Scal. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's a good guy. He's not, not a good person anymore. anymore so. Yeah, they're not going to put him back in the. Although they did, there was like a bronze on Marvis Gell, right? Like on the Giants, right? I think they actually gave him a low diamond and then they realized he was not a good person. Really? In this game? So they were like, I okay, so. well, no more, no more oh. Marvis Gell. Doesn't he have like an 87? Or maybe I'm thinking of Alomar. I don't know. Uh, Alomar, yeah, because he was the, the player of the, the daily moments for the month yeah. in April. And then they just never went back let's, to him. Let's see if there's a Viscale. I'll look right now. I, I, you might and be he, right. I, he was the meta one year. He was like the best second baseman in the game. He was. It? I remember that. And he was almost impossible to get. Yeah, they should They should have. The oh, there's no Viscale. There's no Viscale. Yeah, I know there's an Alomar, but I think they made one Alomar and then called it quits. Yeah, it's like they did. Stuff came out about him or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, we're not getting Kurt Schilling then. <laughs> Unless they did a meme Kurt Schilling and every card he had was like a 15. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, I guess. But like that would be so much fun to just have awful cards. To just have mm-hmm. like Clayton Kershaw could have a terrible rookie card. A couple of years ago, there was a common Max Scherzer. It was like rookie Max Scherzer because he was terrible oh, yeah. as a rookie. I don't remember that. Well, he was, Max, he was terrible as a rookie. That and would be they, so much fun. They gave him a that's card a- and like that's cool. Wait, can that be today's squash the beef segment? <laughs> oh yeah, we have a segment on our podcast called Squash the Beef, which is where we squash. Not every episode, because we don't want to manufacture beefs to squash, but we'll squash a beef right. between us and a baseball player. So, okay. for instance, Tom squashed the beef between him and Pat Burrell because okay. he hated Pat Burrell, and Pat Burrell was actually good. Yeah. So, so any, so if you have a beef you'd like to squash, feel free. Uh, I do um, have a beef. It's with Joey Wendell. I will not squash, squash it because I'll, con- oh, I'll you, continue you to hate it? Joey Wendell. Like, <laughs> you want to add so the beef? He is. This this is called. Yeah, you want to grill it up and serve it. This is called tenderize the beef. <laughs> yeah, tenderize um, the beef. <laughs> I um, Joey Wendell is categorically the least talented baseball player in Major League Baseball. The man does nothing except like he's, he's okay goofy. at just he's okay at just like poking his bat on the ball. Like he is the right. luckiest untalented baseball player in Major League Baseball. And you do know, I he say reminds this me being... a lot of he reminds me a lot of Hunter Pence. Like Hunter yeah, Pence, but not as good. Was, no, no, Hunter, yeah, Pence Hunter was good. Pence yeah, he was good. Yeah. No, but Hunter Pence was the most like uncoordinated, goofy looking guy, and he had one batting glove, and he threw yeah. all weird, and he hit all like everything he did was really goofy, and he was good. But like that's what Joey Wendell is. Where everything like, he does is weird, and he's got like a Jesse Winker like giraffe neck. Part everything of the, about him oh, is just yeah. weird. Part of my Joey Wendell hatred, and thank God he's on the Marlins now. Get him the get him the hell out of my division. Oh, yeah, is yeah. That, on a team where he's appropriate. It is, yeah. It is an extension <laughs> yeah. of is an extension of my hatred and confusion of the Tampa Bay Rays because they oh, as an yeah, organization that must, that must hurt. They, as an organization, are a team of untalented baseball players, yet all they do is win games, and I don't get it. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? The Yankees, you can understand, because they have a lot of money, and you know what I mean? And they have, like, names. Well, they're value. America's team. People want to go the, play there. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? The Rays have no business being, being And, like, good. The, the, the Tampa Bay Rays play in a warehouse, and their manager is yeah, a yeah. shithead, and their owner is an asshole. And all they do is get these guys who are worth like one point war, and suddenly they're five war players. They like, I just don't now, understand. I just want to say, 
I would kill for the Phillies to have some of that. Like, oh my gosh. Like, could oh. you imagine like Michael Brasso on the Phillies? He'd completely change the offense. Well, what you want to do is the Phillies. If you're a rebuilding we need the Phillies team. to get Randy Orosarena. Yes. And yeah. G yeah, he would be he would be here. Okay, G Man Choi. Former was another great G Man Choi. I was waiting on the Diamond G Man Choi all year because his diamond last it. year was so much fun. Yeah. And they made him a switch hitter and it, like he was a meme card. And if they just mm -hmm. gave like a gold G Man Choi this year, I would have been thrilled. Anyway, well, sorry. Sorry, if we can go back to the meme cards really quick. Go they ahead. gave us a they gave us reliever Anthony Rizzo. Why did that yeah. not start a trend? Yeah. Why did that not start a trend? <laughs> yeah. It would have been so much fun. Is it he a seventy-five so overall who can't that. pitch? Yes. And like, like, could you imagine? Like, like, um, who, uh, who was the guy for the Phillies that threw the guy out from left field? Vince Velasquez. Remember when he yeah. threw the guy out of home plate from left oh, field? Yeah. That's the tops now. You know, mm -hmm. like that's like a silver. Like he wouldn't be able to hit, but he'd be a great yes. fielder in left field. You know and he's mean? got ninety-nine arm strength. Like, yeah. yeah. Yo, you know what they need yeah. to do? They need to do like the reverse of that too. Like, remember when Willie Adames like struck out in like every single bat in the World Series? Mm -hmm. They should do like zero. Yeah, give them a comment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them a comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but they they made an like remember when Anthony Rizzo struck out Freddie Freeman and it was like all over like Twitter and stuff. They gave him oh, a yeah. reliever card where he had like a fastball and a curveball and he could and hit like ball. Anthony Rizzo and a screwball. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so they gave him like a like sixty velocity. Yeah, his, he was his like, velo he was like literally. A, yeah, his velo I think is like less than fifty actually. Well, he was like a battle royale like <laughs> nightmare though because he was like a kind of like pitcher. But he can rake, so you could basically get an extra bench bat. His, and you're, not uh, gonna use all your, you're not going to use all your pitchers, so he was just an extra bench bat. Well, Anthony, that's cool too, though. They you know? gave it is cool. Anthony. They, they gave yeah. They gave Anthony Rizzo legitimately, not an exaggeration, zero velocity. he has fifty-two break. So his pitches move a little bit. I guess so, yeah. And he and he has like Anthony hit Rizzo's regular yeah, hitting just, stats, right? Yes, and and he's a real hitter. So like yeah, he's actually exactly. he has some utility. One thing they right. should bring back, they should bring back the Babe Ruth pitcher, like because I think they have a silver, mm -hmm. right? But they had a diamond Babe Ruth pitcher at one point. Like well, they should that, bring that back. Hopefully that Shohei. Well, now that Shohei is on the cover next year, hopefully they make true two-way players, two players on your yeah. on your DD roster mm -hmm. where like Right now, you can only use Shohei as a starter or a right fielder. You cannot right. have him be able to bounce Wait, back really? and forth between both. Yeah. They need it's, to create yeah, a way have to a, have a – They have a starter – like, you know how in fantasy baseball, some leagues have pitcher Otani and hitter Otani? That's how they do it. Like, yeah. you can't just change it in, in and out. Right it's, now, they need they need to create just a although, singular Otani card. Yeah, although if everything. you put starter Otani in the outfield, he will play. Like, you know, right? I yeah. think you have to be I up think he, by a certain amount or down by a certain amount. Whatever oh, the I Rob Manfred like rules in baseball. Position. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah is, to it. You would think that like a company that makes a game like this would have enough money to where like, all right, let's hash this out. As opposed well, to like, see, God, the thing is, like, like, it's not a big studio, actually. Everybody, every it's no. a boutique studio, actually. Everybody came no. into this season. Like, if you guys remember, it was like, okay, Shohei Otani exists. But now it's like Shohei Otani is God. Yeah, he's Mike Trout now. Yeah. So, yeah, now maybe, he's the best player in the league. Maybe that opens the door for a real true two-way yeah. game with Carter. Well, and the other thing they need to do is, is they had a 20. First of all, I think you should be able to have at all like no bullpen if you want to like you should be able to put your players wherever you want and just field 25 guys no matter what they are but like i hate that you have, you're locked into this many starters this many relievers this many hitters you know what i mean like i think like especially because they went from a 25 man roster and this mm -hmm. year's 26, 26 man and they just went here's an extra reliever like you should be able to have like a flex spot and be like i want an extra guy on the bench i want an extra starter yeah like, you know what i mean 
they should like, be like, able, I like, think you should have at least yeah. one flex spot, but I'm of the opinion of like, if you want to have no bullpen and 20 hitters, like why not? Who cares? It's, it's, it's a fair point. Loss. I think but, things but, will but change. They really should have one flex spot. Things will change if there's a DH next year, which yeah, I mean, at this point, MLB the show 22 might release without a DH because the CBA no might not be signed yet. Yeah. So we don't know. Yeah, it's going to release with, uh, with a bunch of like minor league players in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The replacement I'm pretty show. sure. I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed that the lockout will not affect player likenesses. So that's good. But as far as like any new rules that are created this year during the CBA, right, if the right. CBA is signed after release, I think it will be the show 22 is going to play exactly as 21 did with the rules. Now, do you think they'd be smart enough to go, the players want a universal DH, the owners want a universal DH? Well, when the, the lockout ends, there will be a universal DH. The DH thing I don't care so much about because I do think having the pitcher hit in DD adds a little strategy. What I do hope I like goes it. away, what I do hope goes away forever is the runner on second base and extra innings. As long as that's Brutal. gone, I don't care. Brutal. Wait, that's in the game? Yeah, because it's a real rule. Because it's an MLB right rule. Now. Right. Actually, I so, think it was – it's done after this year, I think. Or it I is done I think they'll, like, now. debate on it in the CBA. Yeah. 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 But, like, I feel like that is – you just bun everybody up, and then you just squeeze them in. Well, it's, but it's also like, yeah, if, if David Ortiz was your last hitter, you know what I mean? Then you're out of luck. But I ooh. played a guy in the event the other day. Again, events don't matter. I was really not really paying attention he beat right. me one nothing without getting a single hit because we went to extra innings and he scored his second. I believe base it. Yep, I believe it. And it's just like it's dumb. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's not a fun time, but but and the other thing they should be able to do, I understand, because do you remember a couple years ago? It used to be when you went to the lineup screen, it would show versus left-handed stats or versus right-handed stats. I'm actually, glad that's gone. I'm glad that's gone too, because now you don't get a heads up. But you should be able to set a versus left-handed lineup and a versus right-handed lineup. You yeah. know what I mean? So like you yeah. don't get like the edge of knowing what you're doing. But that way, it's like if you have a guy who like Jim Tomey, you don't have to have him play against the lefty. You can just keep him on the bench and put in Jimmy mm-hmm. Fox. Or you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. I think I I, I I see why they got rid of it because it's like not that it's more strategy, but it it forces you to either have a more okay, balanced like, approach or, or just like, sell out. You have to make the conscious decision of okay, I'm gonna have to sacrifice these left-handed at bats. Or right. I'm going to burn my entire bench by the third inning and have nobody right. left to right. pitch hit in the ninth. I guess my thing, though, is like in Major League Baseball, you set your lineup depending on who the pitcher is. There's never a time yeah. where you're like, well, I don't know who we're pitching, so I'll put in this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's like, some guy going out there pitching, don't know who it is. Well, yeah, that's so, unless you're Kevin Cash and the asshole Devil Rays and just be like, oh, I'm throwing an opener today. Who's coming next? I don't <laughs> that's know. A good boy, yeah. yeah. Or uh, yeah. Yankees legend, Pat Bendit. Venditti, whatever. Pat Vendite. Yeah. 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 That guy was fun. He now he is a blast yeah, I, to use in the game. My, I really enjoy you. Our buddy <laughs> Kyle went out and bought that uh ambidextrous glove. Dude, that Why? thing is just because he wanted to see if he could become a switch thrower. <laughs> he needed a new glove okay. anyway. You he did he does he know that. does he know that he did not need a glove to learn how to switch throw? He could have just done he, it like Does this. he also know that he's like 28 and he's not making the major leagues? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You <laughs> Haven't that. you seen the movie The Rookie? Dennis Quaid, point, yeah. Dennis Quaid was 40 you when see. he made the majors for the That's first time. Yeah. So. So, so you know what? <laughs> I'm taking Kyle out. We're going to go to one of those street signs that tells you how fast you're going. I'm going to be like, all right, buddy, let me let me have it. Yeah, let her in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. I Dude, feel I've like it. It's a disaster, by the way, the glove. No, not a fan at all yeah i have no interest in switch pitching um we've taken up two hours of your time kenny thank you for coming on 
I, uh, yes, thank you so much. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Kenny's an awesome time. If you haven't already, go ahead and check him out. His podcast is called MLB The Show, the podcast. You can find it on Apple or Spotify or anywhere else. You can also tweet at him at KDJTV, and you can find him on Twitch at KDJTV. I highly recommend it. I watch him all the time. We'll definitely be having Kenny on the show again to talk about MLB The Show 22 in a couple of months, uh, and it'll be a blast. You know, he, He's obviously going to have some thoughts on the game. So am I both avid MLB the show players so you can look forward to that as for what's coming up for us we're gonna have Dan Vaughn on the show soon he's the play-by-play voice of the American Association's Kansas City Monarchs so that's a storied franchise with a history that goes all the way back to the Negro Leagues and so that's an awesome conversation you know he talks about being able to be a part of that uh, and just his career in baseball through the minor leagues and even being the play-by-play voice of the Australian Baseball League's Perth Heat so he's got a really cool perspective on baseball domestically in you know the independent leagues and the minor leagues and also baseball abroad so for you international fans out there like me you're gonna love this conversation make sure to check it out some more international baseball stuff we're gonna be having paul convoy on the show who's the president of baseball scotland and he's also the manager of their national team so being from scotland he's got a great accent which is always a good time and he's also just got a really interesting perspective on you know the international side of the game and growing baseball in a country where it's not you know a super developed game and how they're developing talent how they're moving the game forward and, and things like that so that's going to be a really awesome conversation too we've got some really cool guests lined up and you guys aren't going to want to miss it so thanks for tuning in i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the baseball podcast